When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But why video conferencing? You and I are going to do a show. I, I don't have to see you. I don't want to see you. And yeah. I don't want you to see me. More importantly, <laughs> I like sitting here falls out. Uh, Just do audio. I'm what good. Is, I'm recording. I'm going to grab the, oh, I don't well. want to see you. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. slap a It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Rubber Dicks and Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that has equipment that makes you think I'm wearing a mask. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, it's Charlie's friend, Kaya. Hi, Kaya. Hi. Long <laughs> time no see. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our server, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, and link to our Patreon. We have a brand new bonus episode that comes out every single month. This week, we just recorded a new crossover episode with The Dick Show, and there's even a video version available when you sign up for our Patreon. It's Dick, Sean, and myself discussing an ABDL podcast. Are you familiar with ABDL, Kaya? Oh, absolutely. Not personally, but adult, I know what it's all about. Adult baby <laughs> diaper lover. And uh, this guy Shane mm-hmm. Zane is the host of that show. Dick has teased me that he's going to get Shane Zane to call into his show tomorrow. So I'm hopeful that happens. I, I might be on that as well. We also talked about Mattis's book, Fuck Whales. So mm-hmm. you want to check that out. That is a satire book that is devoid of satire. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called The Jerry Banfield Show. We have both listened mm-hmm. to the show yeah. separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Kaya, this is a show hosted by a guy named Jerry Banfield, who I am fascinated with at this point. I think he might be the only author who sold even fewer books than Maddox. Yeah. Yet he has hundreds I think literally hundreds of books. I actually just downloaded one on my Kindle here. This guy um, is producing hundred... every type of content imaginable all the time. Yes. So let me read a couple of his titles here of his books. It's the self-help guru marketing crap, as always, is uh, $200,000 a year teaching online. World History Reloaded. Somehow he's a historian at the same time. 28 Tactics to Improve Your Relationships with Others. And we'll get to that. I have clips about his amazing relationships. 28 Strategies to Experience Peace and Love in Your Life. Uh, Start a Freelance Business Today. Twitch. Master Live Streaming. Master YouTube. Master Amazon. Video Game Addiction Stories. My Porn Addiction and Recovery Story. Fucking dumbass. So he just... This guy has a lot to teach. He has a lot to teach to the world. He has a lot. It's a lot of knowledge. I I really don't know if ebooks were a good thing, if self-publishing was. I know it removed the barrier where good authors don't really have to beg big publishing houses anymore, but 
my god, they also unleashed this virus onto the planet. Well, this is my problem with the, the internet, fields. as I've talked about many times. I don't think anyone should be able to just upload videos that people can see. It's not working out well. <laughs> so I watched a video that he did. Because this is one of these guys that will, he's all about making money and how do you make money and I'll show you how to make money. And here's a video where he's very mm -hmm. excited about teaching us how to make money. Are you ready to earn more money online? If so, you're going to love seeing how I made $365 a day online in February 2020. The point of this is to get myself rich. Guy, did you hear that? $365 a day! In February of 2020, Ooh. I got to learn more about this. I love this guy's energy. I love his enthusiasm. Here's an example of that same video where he's just having fun. I love money and I love helping you get the money you want in <laughs> your life. I'm deciding I'm having more fun in my videos too because they're my videos and I can do whatever I want. <laughs> this guy's a lunatic. Jesus Christ. I fucking love him. Okay, so, so you played his video and you told me that you wanted to do a show and i until i listened i didn't understand until i really uh checked him out first he doesn't really have a podcast all it is he pulls the uh the audio from the video and that's what he uploads and he uploads like multiple videos a day that are anywhere between two to 20 minutes long and that's what this fucking podcast is it's not actually any unique content that you cannot find on his youtube channel he literally you know, half of well, his episodes are shit where he goes, hey, look at the screen, look at this, and now okay. I'm going to show you this video. All right, oh. you're correct on that. And the reason why I found this guy in the first place, because I was trying to figure out how much money Seamus could be making using Anchor.fm. And this guy's good at what he does, <laughs> because I found his video. He does do a good job of putting a lot of video content out there and optimizing it for search so that I found it. However, you can't say he doesn't have a podcast. He He's on Anchor.fm. He promotes Anchor just like our buddy Seamus does before every episode. He's on iTunes. You can find this guy. It is a podcast, but you're right. It's just repurposed video content that he's putting out. I literally just extracted audio from the video. Right. And so... He even explains... Okay, maybe we should give more he background you, he information. Everything that he does. And he even explains that when he makes a video... He uses Final Cut Pro, and then he exports the image for the thumbnail, and then he exports .mp3 for the podcast, and then a .mp4 for YouTube, and then like he's got it all figured out. Then I get vertical video, and that's what I use for TikTok, and then I and it's like, oh, okay, all right, dude, whatever. He's really into he has it. a tutorial on everything. Yes, on his website, including just random articles like "Is Jerry Banefield Gay?" Or Banfield. That's one of his articles, and I don't know why the fuck he even felt compelled to read it, but it's all it is is a weird admission that he is gay and that he thinks about men more than he uh, does than his wife does. Wait, do you have a clip <laughs> of these... that? Because he's a married man with children. No, I... not a clip. This was just a text article. I that didn't he get has to that. I could... Holy shit. Oh, yeah, no. He So he goes on. Okay, so I have this open actually here. This is an article called Is Jerry Banfield Gay? If anybody wants to go look this one up. And he does the usual rigmarole here. I think all of our sexuality is on a sliding scale. I don't think any of us is completely straight or completely gay. And just calling it straight and gay even biases it. That straight is how you are supposed to be. And gay is a little deviant. So this is gay boy talk, right? Yeah. This is You don't even need to read any further, okay? Just come out. Yeah, you don't have to pussyfoot around the shit and tell us that sexuality is on a sliding scale. It isn't. Maybe you just like dicks and you're bisexual. It's fine. It's... Well 
Obama didn't die for gay rights, so he could pussyfoot this shit anymore. Okay, you can be out and about. <laughs> this makes and sense then, because he is uber religious. And he talks about religion. He's he's a AA guy. He used to be an alcoholic, and so he's right, probably yes. very closeted because of his belief system. <laughs> that makes sense. So he goes, I think, um, so when he looks at men on the streets, he goes, I think, oh God, oh man, I wouldn't mind being gay with him for a little while. And I mean, I couldn't even picture it uh, would be possible for me to have a boyfriend for a little while. At the same time, though, my main interest is girls. Like going to Disney is an unpleasant experience often for me because there are so many attractive women. Not in my experience. I don't know what fucking Disney he's been to. <laughs> yeah, right. What Disney park. <laughs> just a bunch of fucking fat, sweaty Floridian slobs. What the hell are you talking about with these hot women? Um, yeah, man. So he goes on and on. And towards the end of this article, he talks about this one time he tried to get late with his college roommate, but the roommate wasn't picking up on the cues that he was dropping. So he never got to suck dick. Holy I shit. Guess. This is all news he to talks, me. I, I, I... Apparently he talks about his masturbatory habits. I consumed so much content from this guy, and I was never even curious of what his sexual orientation was. I was sure he was just a lunatic, but I didn't know that this was a whole part of, of his personality. Well, I guess it is. I don't know if it's how big of a person. I, I, see, that's the thing, though. I don't feel like he even has a personality. He comes across as this creepy automaton who... In every video, gives you the same smile, the same goofy face he makes in every single thumbnail, you know, where kind of a crooked mouth with a chipped tooth on one side of it. Yeah. So he has, let's he has talk, the same pose in the mall. Let's talk about, this is, I think, the most fascinating thing about this guy. Now, he's on there telling you how to make money. He's got his own business. He knows how to make money on the internet. He's got a university, which we'll get into. But this is what I, I think... And, and I want to give credit to this guy pro in our subreddit or in our discord, specifically in the Seamus watch channel, because he really broke this guy down. This is a recent podcast mm -hmm. where he talks about his debt. I uh, and my wife combined owe 651,000. If you've been following closely, you'll notice <laughs> this number is significantly lower than the number last month. We paid down $5,700 of our debt in the last month and we're on our way to being debt free okay so a couple of things i want to point out here kaya first off <laughs> he owes six hundred fifty-one thousand dollars in debt he goes you'll notice that's significantly lower because we paid off 5700 that's not significant that might be the interest yeah you might be just holding steady <laughs> paying off 5700 dollars a month you owe a shit ton that's of money it's gonna take you 300 months to pay that off <laughs> yeah, I think I did the math earlier. It would take him over 10 years to pay that off. If, I don't if know what fucking loan collector is going to wait 10 years on his ass. But Kai, I did that math too. That's that's assuming there's no interest, that that 651 just stays 651 and he chipped away $5,000 a month at a time. Yes, you could do that in 10 years. But that interest just keeps building and building and building. I think he's going to be underwater for a while. And he's also going in the wrong direction. So... I want to talk about this guy, Pro, who did an amazing job. He does an amazing job pulling the Seamus clips, too. But he found uh, some descriptions from the podcasts. In January of 2017, Jerry was $270,000 in debt. By November of 2019, he was $484,000 in debt. 
Last month, mm-hmm. March of 2020, $651,000 so, in debt. That is the video that uh, Pro put in the Shames Watch channel. So I did. I'm assuming that you pulled those clips because I didn't. I didn't want to do a double take, but yep. he says a lot of very revealing shit in that video, specifically how he just lost that much money. Do you have that clip? I do. I want to talk about how dumb this guy is and how bad he is at business. First off, oh, extremely. First off, I, I listen. I have a mortgage. I, you know, I'm a business owner. I understand borrowing money. This I don't understand. I had borrowed 80 or so thousand more than I even realized because I felt so bad about it. I didn't even want to look at it. The first key step to feeling wealthy with debt is to take a look at exactly how much you owe. No shit, Sherlock! You think you should know how much you owe? He borrowed $80,000 without realizing it. That's how out of it this fucking guy is. And by the way, he's a self-help guru. He's going to tell me how to get rich. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Remind me. He he somehow thinks failing is a good thing. Oh yeah. I got, Constantly. I guess it's a recurring theme in every fucking episode. Is him bragging about just how much he has failed. Go he ahead. took out loans just to feel successful. Yeah. He says basically he took out loans just to show himself or to prove to himself how successful he is. He brags about how he went to a bank and you know I, I, have uh, I must be successful because they gave me a loan. I have they didn't right even here. question it. Check this out. Because I see that the only way I got this much debt was by being so successful that banks huh. all over the country had looked at me and said, yes, you will repay this back. We believe in you. That is a glass half full fucking guy right there. Uh, like, what kind of a fetish is this? Why would you borrow money just for the sake of it? Just to show yourself that you can. Like if I ask, if I right now go walk downstairs and ask my neighbor for 10 bucks, she might feel awkward, but still give me some. That, that's why would I do that though? Oh, and then come back here and say, well, as you can see, Carl, I must be good looking because she gave me 10 bucks. I have yeah, the answer. Now I owe people money. I have the answer to that. The answer is he's a terrible businessman. This is him explaining after he did his taxes how much money he made. And I put in all the numbers and I made 107,000 in income last year, which that would have been the highest amount I made. And what I see is I spent 250,000 or so last year. And that was the only issue I had in my business. (laughs) And the only issue in his business (laughs) is that he spends more than twice as much as that he makes. Like that's a pretty big problem. That's a pretty big problem for your business. And then, well, please tell me you have the clip of him explaining exactly what the fuck he's pissing it away on, which is, yep, he goes, I got it. Uh, you know, the way I save my money is instead of going to get massages every week, I go every other week. Here it is. Oh, do ya? Here it is, guy. I've got a spreadsheet where I've cut over $50,000 a year, and yet I still feel wealthy. I still have the ability to buy whatever I want at the grocery store. I still can go get massages instead of every week. I go every other week or every three weeks. I still am getting all of the things I want in life. Instead of personal training, I have a gym membership. So he's going through all of this to save $50,000, which means he'll still lose $100,000 a year. He's upside down a lot more than $50,000. By the way, if like if I told you to downsize right now, if if your wife did rather, yeah, if you were able to find a random fifty thousand dollars to cut, <laughs> you, that would be pretty eye opening, right? Yeah, you would be, you would have to take a step back and go, what the fuck have I been doing? Oh shit! Where was it's like 
You know that we all know that little feeling where we remember a subscription we have to maybe a streaming service or some sort of a fucking magazine or something. You go, wow, I've been paying nine bucks a month for this shit and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, that's fifty thousand dollars for him though. Apparently, he's been pissing that away. How does that happen? I How do you I, get there? How does your wife let you? If I had to tighten my belt, Kaya, and I had to go in, just like you said, I have a lot of subscriptions and different things. I bet I could shave an easy sixty bucks a month off of my expenses. Sixty bucks a month, fifty thousand a year? Yeah. Not so much. Not even close. But there's. How- what did you even do? What did he downsize? How how many massages do you get and where? And what kind of... He must be talking about them uh, gay bathhouses, probably. <laughs> Just considering that article. What, All right, what else? Here's the what, good what news. For? Here's the good news. His, hmm. his company is now making money, as he talks about in this clip. When we look at the totals, 5000 plus dollars in profit last month. I'm so grateful and excited for that. This has been such an adventure because at other times in the past in my business, I've had months where I've earned 50, 60, 70,000 in profit. And then last year, I had a lot of months in 2019 where I actually spent more than I made. And this is the highest profit (laughs) I've made in over a year. Then it's not profit. It's not profit. That's not what profit means. Profit is what you have after expenses and taxes and such. That's correct. Now I want to look at. I want to break this down because this is important. This guy owes Mm -hmm. over six hundred thousand dollars in debt. He's very excited and grateful. He uses the word grateful a lot, which is good. He's very grateful that he made five thousand dollars in profit last month. Now that might sound good, however. He went through the entire P&L and he breaks down where he's taking in revenue and what his expenses are. His None of his expenses are salary, which means that $5,000 is the money he makes to run his business, which means he's making $60,000 a year at best being a business owner and owing six hundred. dollars He used to be a cop. I guarantee he made more money when he was a police officer. Cop. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. This I guy. I know. Yeah. This guy, I'm telling you, man, this might be a new character for us. He is interesting. He is interesting he in every is, way. He is, and he's. So I want to quickly go down this one saga of him pissing away money. Yeah. Uh, that is really important. So, first off, I, I don't know what the fuck Anchor FM is, man, but all the weirdos are on. Yes. That's what I know. So I now. Todd is on it as far as I know with his 97 podcasts. This guy is on there and it's some sort of a multi-level marketing scheme. It almost feels like because that platform, from what I can tell, pretty much just pays people to (laughs) move there, do a show that nobody listens to, but plug them at the beginning of every show. But what's important in this clip, which is my first clip here, is him explaining how much money he spent on podcast hosting. After five years almost of doing my podcast on another host where I paid thousands of dollars in total to host it, where I had no possibility for sponsorships directly, I'm very grateful today that I am able to play this sponsorship, record this in with Anchor.fm. What are you paying for thousands of dollars? What, what, thousands, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. No less. Even <laughs> if you go to the middle of the road to podcasting host like Lipson or something, it just it's still just 20 bucks a month. Yeah, How does that add up to thousands? What else? So you just know this idiot must have paid for advertising or bought the super duper extra deluxe packages or some shit. Oh, he's but a the really fun part way. is 
Did you see the saga of him uh, paying girls on Fiverr to dance for him? I saw that, yes. Okay, did you clip it? Because I, I have some I clips didn't. from that shit. No, I, I, all I did was read the description. I haven't. I didn't listen to that episode. Okay, all right. Play my clip four. These are the actual orders I placed on Fiverr. I ordered five different girls to dance to my videos here, and you can see I spent $350 on this in order to get all these videos done. I actually only put four of the videos up on my channel because the one video I just didn't want to put up after seeing the results of the rest of this. <laughs> wow. You fucking dumbass. And yeah, and then he's surprised that, you know, his wife got mad, at, I guess, at some point and told him not to piss away $50,000 to pay <laughs> bitches to dance or something. And then uh, he's such a simp too. play clip seven real quick. You forget that this guy is a, an accomplished musician. In all of this that we're talking about, all the things that he does, there's so much to him. All right, here we go. I thought I, I that was the most beautiful of the girls that I thought on Fiverr. As soon as I saw her profile, I'm like, oh my god, I want to pay her to dance to my video. This is amazing. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. So what? guys like this are why OnlyFans is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking simpleton. Imagine being this guy's wife, man. Now he just he's pissing away money that they don't have on Fiverr. F By the way, Fiverr, it's kind of in the name. You're not supposed to pay 350 bucks for this sort of shit. She literally. So what the point of that video of his was is he went on Fiverr, yeah. hired a bunch of bikini models to hold up a sign that reads his name superimposed on the shitty music that he makes with the beeps and bloops. Yeah. And as I've said before, somehow he thinks failure is good. Right. I'm not exactly sure why. So, okay, this is a slight tangent. So he's explaining this in his uh, podcast episode. Okay, on I listened to this on Spotify. It's an audio-only thing. And he starts describing the video of the girls dancing. That's my clip six, and it's infuriating. This, let's do these in order. The second video I put out was with the girl that I thought was extremely attractive on here. I'll play a little bit of the video so you can see exactly what the video looks like here. I'm grateful today for a Fucking sponsorship moron. on this podcast by my host, Anchor.fm. <laughs> I also like, so first of all, we cannot see it. So two... I love how he leaves in the advertising of it, too, at the beginning. Stupid fucking douchebag. Was that what? your edit, or was that his edit? No, that's his edit. Oh. You know why it sounds so confusing? Because you cannot see what is going on on screen. That's him. He starts playing his own video and telling us to watch on audio, which is not possible. <laughs> right. If you go to his website, his most recent tutorial right now is one on Adobe Audition, which for those who don't know is an audio editing program. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, didn't you notice that there was no video when you were exporting it that we cannot see this guy what you're puts talking out, about? This guy puts out so much content that I don't think he cares. He even talks about he hires this woman who takes everything he says and turns it into blogs. So he puts it through <laughs> transcription software, and then he has a woman go in and clean it up. And then everything he says. So could you imagine reading a blog? He's like, as you can see in this video, there's a girl dancing. Like, what the fuck kind of blog is this? This guy Jesus is the worst. Christ. He is a... That is it's, so stupid. It's classic Seamus McKillian thinking. It's quantity over quality. Just put out as much garbage as possible and see what happens. You're right. And make sure there is no content. There's I have so many fucking clips about this. I'm just revealing how stupid of a business 
plan he has about this. But the way he thinks is the way a lot of these online self-help gurus seem to think. By the way, this is like a cottage industry. Have you noticed the yes. self-help shit? Yeah. Where they just... Who's buying this? It must be one, okay, sad loser people who want to buy, you know, a book like, oh, how to influence people and how to make friends and how to yada yada. And then I guess they just sell to each other. Well, these books. What and you're describing is Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie actually was a real self-help professional. What they're doing now, and I'm just going to break down the fourth wall of the internet self-help, how to become a millionaire thing this is what they do. They say, we're going to teach you how to become a millionaire. Give us 20 bucks. So you can subscribe to this right. guy's content on his website. And it's actually jerrybanfield.com slash university. I have a clip I'll get into in a minute. But you go to his website <laughs> and he's got all these videos that teach you how to do all these things. And you subscribe. You can either buy the videos for 10 bucks a piece or you can do a $20 per month subscription. And what he says is, I'll teach you how to become a millionaire. Give me 20 bucks a month. And then he goes... See how I just got your 20 bucks a month? Do that to other people. That's how you'll become a millionaire. That's what this all is. Basically. It's like, you're a but, sucker. So There's other suckers too. Go get them. Right. It's a pyramid scheme. Yes. But what makes this guy unique is that he's a colossal failure at it. <laughs> yeah. So other, this, <laughs> yes. this is, you know, this pyramid, self-help pyramid scheme, it's, it just, uh, you know, you have pickup artists, for instance, who you have these handsome men telling a bunch of pencil neck incels how to get laid and it doesn't work, but no. they get rich. Right. They still get to drive their Lambos around. Okay. For them, it works. This guy, he cannot even get it to work for himself, yet he still tries. God bless his little heart. And he's, <laughs> what I've noticed is that he seems autistically obsessed with just numbers for the sake of numbers. So if you download his podcast, it doesn't matter if you hate it. It doesn't matter if you leave a negative comment. It doesn't matter if you leave a negative review. It doesn't matter if you never speak to him again and shoot him in the face. As long as you, you did download it, though, right? Right. And by the way, let's just uh, keep going with his little failure. So play my clip five, which is him just being very proud of his meager numbers. Now, let's take a look at the actual results I got from that. We'll go with the first girl. This was the first video I released on my channel here. Indian girl dances on English song BMS. Now, I did this with the intention to get the search results out of it so that when someone might search for these terms, then my video would come up. And this video got 2,000 views all for free on my YouTube channel, which is significantly higher than my average videos are currently getting. Well, let's... <laughs> yeah wow you're you're doing better than yourself good job great benchmark so first of all 2000 isn't good he no. gets an average of like what 10 views i think and yep. 15 dislikes i don't i don't even know how he gets to have more dislikes than views on his videos that's oh. i guess an accomplishment real quick but he's so obsessed with i yeah. want to i want to mention this because this was the first thing i noticed and when you and i were communicating about this show i think yesterday because we just decided to do this I noticed that he has 290,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, shit, that's significant. And then I looked at his, his YouTube video views, and they all have like 87 views or 114 views. Like, this math doesn't add up. I've never seen someone with a quarter of a million subscribers and 100 views on a video. How does that happen? I'll, oh, I'll tell you how. Oh, all right, good. Um, he, he uploads this video the one that I'm talking about with his dancing girls and he gets so kind of pissy that it doesn't do well. 
And that's because, you know, he's tr just trying to game the system. So to set it up, play my clip eight. And again, he's just talking about how he, I did everything right. And I was shocked. I was shocked at the viewer results. I thought this would just be as easy in my head as, okay, I'll upload this video and then I'll get a bunch of views and people will like it, uh -huh, which uh, which may be an issue with, with my channel and my thinking. So this video actually got more dislikes in terms of the ratio than the other one. I was shocked because I thought this was amazing. It was only a short video and I named it again to aim at YouTube search traffic. Yeah, he, Carl, he did everything right. He he named the video right, and he had a description, and he had it transcribed, and there is a, you know, I don't know, he put it on Spotify too for us to watch on Spotify <laughs> as an audio thing. Yeah. Yet, he somehow, in all of his autism, he forgot that you need content, you fucking retard. And right. so, here's the... Here's the mystery of what what the fuck is up with those all the subscribers he has, and that's uh, clip ten here. With um, I lost thirteen subscribers uploading a video, which to me is a <laughs> indication that that if you lose subscribers, that's common when you've got a lot of subscribers, especially built over a period of time on a diverse amount of topics. However, losing subscribers on a video to me indicates that that's not going to help my channel grow because I essentially need to get more subscribers <laughs> back in just to make up the difference. And that is not likely to happen at this rate with these videos I've put up here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know what's great about this I like guy? How he's... There's nothing that happens in his I... life that he doesn't explain on the internet. And that's what makes him so unique to me. He, he doesn't sugarcoat shit. He tells you what all of his failures, he has a big smile on his face. He's like, ha ha, I just made a shitty video. No one likes it. No one cares. <laughs> he He's hemorrhaging subscribers. And I get the feeling, honestly, he must have bought them. The yeah. subscribers that I would assume, because he's been doing this for so long, since I think 2013 or 14. Yeah. YouTube wasn't quite as savvy back then. Uh, their algorithms so I, I assume that maybe a, just a 10 years ago or some shit he just bought a bunch of thousands of followers from some indian bot farm you know why i but think he bought subscribers because he's six hundred and fifty-one thousand dollars in debt <laughs> that's the evidence <laughs> like, yeah one dollar per indian subscriber <laughs> hell yeah yeah and now he's, that'll he's, do he's, it He's fucking losing them. And I like that he's able to do the math in his head that, you know, well, if I keep losing subscribers and never get any good ones, that's not good for my channel. Yeah, now now apply that logic to money. He's it's like, also not I know, money. I know. He goes, he goes, all right, I got this figured out. I lost 13 subscribers and I gained zero. So what that means is <laughs> negative 13. Like, yes, correct. That is what that so means. So Carl. Yeah. But he has a lot of songs, and so he hired a lot of women for uh, a lot of different videos. And, and, well, you know, maybe some of them did better. Uh, play clip 11. So let's take a look at these other videos and see how the analytics came out on them. This one lost 54 subscribers on this one video. <laughs> watch time on this one, <laughs> 1,600 views. You can see the watch time actually less than a minute on this one. 
Wow. <laughs> what a winner. This is the guy you want coaching your life is just, yeah. And uh, as you can see, viewer retention was less than two seconds. Uh, more downvotes. I and lost most all my subscribers. of his videos are about the internet and creating content and content marketing. And yet he's failing miserably at it. I, I have and, another clip that I have to play because it, okay. it's in the same vein, but this is specifically about he's terrible at math when it comes to not only video views and subscribers, but also finances. As you can see, I made that much income or more lost plenty of months in 2019. There's months I made oh, 12,000 or so income. However, in 2019, I spent so much money that most months I actually lost money. And that was a very good lesson. <laughs> Thus, it's essential to continue with those low expenses. He learned a lesson, Kaya, because this is not intuitive. Mm -hmm. You can't spend yeah. more money than you bring in an income <laughs> that won't work out in the long term. Well, somehow, apparently you can. This, is, this must be one of those just bankruptcy tales that you hear right because banks it's not like the banks are stupid they know what they're doing but yeah. somehow this man ended up with over six hundred thousand dollars that weren't his to spend that he did spend he has a nice little lavish setup with his computer i'm, I'm sure you've seen his green screen and such in the yep. multiple screens he just he go he gets himself massages so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean if they don't collect this debt sometime soon, maybe he's right. Maybe he gets to be wealthy and happy without anyone ever saying anything about it. Well, he did come out um, and say specifically that he's not going to file for bankruptcy. That he wants to pay right. off this debt. And that is the dumbest thing he probably said. Why? Why? He just, just write it off and start over again, buddy. Either that or, or take well, a trip to Greenland because $651,000, you're not coming back from that. Well, he's trying, and he's really trying to milk it, too, which is, the, I mean, you know, we all would like to make lemonade from lemons. Mm -hmm. But this guy, he's just getting a bunch of lemons squeezed in his eye, eyes at this point. Yet, if you look at his video titles, I took a screenshot here, it says, Can I make $600,000 worth of debt into a blessing? 35 with $484,000 <laughs> in debt and a plan. From $600,000 debt to financial freedom, episode one. Repaying $600,000 debt versus Christmas presents. Went to file bankruptcy with $190,000 in uns unsecured debt. How to feel wealthy while in debt. <laughs> it just, it goes on and on and on and he keeps making videos about this. This is impressive too because he is finding positives. You might look at me and think, well, how can you not feel ashamed like a failure and stupid for having all this debt? Right. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was thinking that. But yep. like you said, he's got it all figured out. Even though he owes all this money, he feels wealthy. And I'm so grateful today that from a position of feeling wealthy, of feeling like I have enough, I see I don't have to work hard. I don't have to prove anything. All right. That's a lie. There's no one working harder <laughs> than this guy. This guy's working harder than anyone else in the world. Like you said, he's yeah. putting out seven videos a day. This guy's doing yep. nothing but working. He's hustling, hustling. And he made $5,000 in profit last month. So it's all working out. So anyone who's ever dealt with hosting a podcast can tell you, and you know this, that it's kind of a hassle. It's not hard work, but it's right. annoying and tedious, right? You have to deal with the fucking feed, and then there's always these technical problems like, oh, wh why is it not showing up in Spotify, but only on iTunes? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, my 
fucking cover art isn't the right format for iTunes or Spotify. Like people like him, like Seamus, they have 20 of these fucking things going. How do you even keep track of this shit? You you clearly you have nothing else to do in your day. Why well, not invest all that time into an actual business, into actual work that you can sell? Right. That that's the crazy part of this, because if all of this is to make sixty thousand dollars a year, then you're living life incorrectly. But what I like is that he tells you if you think that he sounds crazy, he has a solution. If this is sounding kind of crazy to you, just change what you take in. Listen, watch my videos, watch other things that inspire you, and you'll be amazed the change that takes place just from doing that. He literally just said, if this sounds crazy <laughs> to you, watch more of my videos. The solution, the cure to this is to consume even more of my nonsense. And I say to you, Jerry, I'm in. Well I agree. I'm going to watch every fucking video. <laughs> this is my guy right now. I love this guy. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just seeing this video title and I wish I had watched it and clipped it because it sounds great. This was from three years ago. It, it's titled, How Do I Get a 3% Loan for $300,000? Yes. That's when he yeah, owed 270000 debt. If I had gone back in time through his channel, I could have found the videos where he actually talks about taking out the loans probably and why and how he did it that would have been interesting no, Kaya, this, this doesn't have to be the last time that we talk about jerry banfield <laughs> i mean there's so much content out there and i love that he's constantly promoting his university thank you for watching all of that video which was a preview from jerry banfield university available at jerrybanfield.com slash university that so what we were just playing just now was a preview of what you could pay real money for in order to hear him talk. <laughs> a guy who's an epic yep. failure at business, an epic failure at life. <laughs> and he's like, and for just 20 bucks a month, or 297 for a lifetime membership, by the way, for just 300 bucks for a lifetime membership, I can tell you even more <laughs> of my failures. No, thank you. But, Good. Hey, man, he, he's a, he's a, you know, Always sees the silver lining, glass half full. Play my clip 13 real quick where he talks about how, you know, being a failure. And this one actually getting a little bit of recommendations from YouTube. However, again, the subscribers oh, yeah. between or among all these different videos, I lost hundreds of subscribers on this one. <laughs> Earned a combined maybe $5 in ad revenue on these if that oh, therefore no. to me this experiment massive failure another add this to yet another one of my massive failure experiments on here <laughs> <laughs> add it to the pile <laughs> that's because that's what you want to hear from your leader you know if, if your president came out today and said you know add this to another one of our massive failures as americans i guess you'd, yeah you'd vote for him again right you'd re-elect that guy <laughs> when i'm cutting my expenses i'm trying to get fifty thousand dollars off of my balance sheet i think my subscription to Jerry Banfield University might be the first thing to go. That's Tommy, like, take a hint. There's a reason Trump only ever talks about fucking winning. Right. If, you know, if he ever does anything wrong, he, he acts as if it never happens. Take a hint. It works. This guy's amazing. Jesus Christ. And then huh, I have a clip called Optimist. I don't know what that's about. Um, clip 14. By the way, I, there's, there's too much content. I tried to listen to a lot of it, but I was reading through all the titles. And one of the titles was why you shouldn't look at your YouTube statistics every 24 hours. He was driving himself crazy. And, and these clips that you're playing for me, <laughs> I, I can see why. 
He was driving himself crazy. We'd put up a, a video and then check in every hour. Oh, shit. One unsubscribe. Oh, shit. Two unsubscribes. Average listener. Two seconds. Oh, shit. He's delusional. And again, he used to be drunk. According to him, yeah. I don't have a clip of him saying this, but he says, well, maybe I do, but he says that somewhere around, I think, April 2014, he got sober. He got yes. into AA and he was sober. So he isn't fucked up while he's saying these things. So he has no excuse to be oh. this delusional standing there saying, standing in front of his gay little green screen saying, <laughs> well, I was shocked. I thought after I paid 350 bucks to some random internet thought, you know, people would be tuning into my video. I even gave it a good title. What he, is happening here? He is definitely fucked um, up. I'm going to play your optimist. Sorry, I got away from this. Let's, okay. Here's your optimist uh, clip. Now, okay. those music videos could get a ton of YouTube search traffic. I could get a whole bunch of subscribers <laughs> out of them. There's no telling in the long term whether this will end up being a success or not, which makes it difficult to draw a final conclusion right now. These videos could go viral two years from now for no reason I can imagine. <laughs> that's amazing all this yep. crap that's been proven Again. that nobody cares about it who knows maybe in two years that's all anybody wants to see who knows yeah Again, you, you want this guy to be your leader, to be your life coach, this guy who's going, well, I don't know, maybe two years from now, it'll kind of be successful, uh, you know, just randomly. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for the... That, that really inspires lots of confidence, Jerry. Thank you. Fucking dumbass. Can I go on a quick tangent about his Please. alcoholism here? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you listen... So I went on iTunes and I... You know how it has that little bar of popularity for yes. each episode? So I ordered my popularity and listened to his most popular one, which is an AA thing. And it's actually probably his least retarded episode. I mean, it's actually just him talking about, you know, being an alcohol is bad. But here's what really kind of stood out to me. This guy was, I guess, born to advise people. Uh, clip three. Okay. I went to my first Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. I suggested it as a condition of probation for my job because I needed something that would help me look good. I had gotten trouble for drinking as a resident advisor in college with the freshmen who were underage. I was 21. They were 18. <laughs> I had gotten in trouble for drinking with them and selling them alcohol, which I had lied about at the time. <laughs> So just from the get-go, this guy advising people, giving them advice and such, and just right out the gate, he fails at it miserably, selling them alcohol, just getting his ass fired. It's not failing. He was born for this. It's actually doing harm. It's the opposite of what he's supposed to yeah. be accomplishing, which is so telling because, yes, that's who he is as an adult also. He's telling people to do things <laughs> that will harm their lives. Do not try to become a TikTok star because Jerry Banfield said that he got a thousand <laughs> views on TikTok. Terrible idea. Yeah, don't. If your bank, if you take a you know printout of your bank statements, if you see the color red, don't on top of it take a three hundred thousand dollar loan. You know. <laughs> All I need to do is spend more money, and then we'll be fine. <laughs> right. And by the way, so this is also funny to me. I. Did you watch the episode of him talking about the pandemic and his top five tips to survive oh, the pandemic? I certainly did. I have clips on that. Okay, let me just play mine because yeah. I only have one. Sure. Is, so he loves pissing away money. 
it's it's like a kink for him. He loves spending money, but my god, does he get stingy when it comes to feeding his family? That's clip two. Next thing, food stockpile. If there's a temporary shortage, even if it's an economic situation or anything else, a food stockpile can be really helpful. What I do is I love to eat peanut butter. I love to eat honey. And uh, I also love to eat beans. What I do is I just keep a stockpile of peanut butter, <laughs> honey, and beans because for $15, that's enough money to feed myself for two or three days or in an emergency to feed my family for two or three days on a jar of peanut butter and uh, a jar of honey and a bag of beans. And that has some decent nutrition and is fairly filling also. <sighs> You know, so 15 bucks over two days. First of all, you can get more than that uh, bang for your buck if you just buy pasta or something, which is why everyone was hoarding goddamn pasta right. during this pandemic. But Rice, honey, pasta, that's, yeah. your, that's your doomsday hoarding food is a bunch of fucking sugary <laughs> fermented bee vomits. That's what you're going to feed your wife over the course of two days is, honey, I'm so hungry. Well, we still have honey. And you have a spoon, don't you? Who the fuck? Who's who are you married to? Winnie the Pooh? Well, how are you gonna feed her? How does how does honey have nutritional value? First of all, what the fuck are you talking about here? So this it's guy literally just sugar. This guy is a vegan, so his choices are limited. Granted, I think pasta or rice would still work in that scenario. But what I love about this guy is he teaches for a living. This is the only thing that he does is he tells you how to live your life and how to make money and how to survive a pandemic. And the first tip he has is about how you might have water during a pandemic. Number one, drinking mm -hmm. water. Humans need about a gallon of water every day to survive. Obviously, we could do with less than that, but... With a disaster, you'd want to have as much drinking water on hand as possible. There's two simple ways to be prepared for this. Number one, take the water bottles you're drinking already or the containers you're using and throwing away. Refill those with drinkable water and build a stockpile of extra water that you've got around in case there's a disaster. Who the fuck wouldn't know to do that? <laughs> Can you explain to me who's so right. stupid that they're like, how are we going to get drinking water in case there's a pandemic? I have no idea. Hey, dummy, <laughs> what about yeah. this shit that comes out of the tap? Can we just pour that into a container and just save it somewhere? Like, that's the worst advice. It gets even worse than that because then he explains other things that you can buy and stock up on. It's also a great idea to buy ahead on comfort supplies. Things like toilet paper. You can just buy an extra month or two worth the toilet paper and that's oh, a convenience douche. you really would prefer not to run out of if there was a temporary shortage you don't want to be hunting around the house for pieces of paper to use very easy to avoid i think people know this i don't think they need to be so, told about toilet paper kaya there's there's a little yeah. bit of evidence out there that tells me and i think <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think same people like you and I, we know that that temporary shortage he's talking about are caused by dumbasses like yes, him. Right. If you didn't panic by, <laughs> it wouldn't be in the, happening in the first place. We could just all continue our lives. Yeah, notice how one day everybody bought the toilet paper and then two days later the shelves were restocked. Right. It it's, literally was just everybody panicking because it's dumbasses making, like this. They're still making toilet paper. Well, Dumb fuckers. You might wonder why in March of 2020, someone would create a video telling people to buy toilet paper. You would think like, well, that's stupid. Everyone's buying toilet paper already. It's what they instinctually do. 
Here's the reason why this numb nuts is telling us that. Because you get what you think about whether you want it or not. Therefore, I avoid any negative vibes, things like the news, things like people talking about whatever the next thing is. I don't even know exactly what it's called because I don't pay attention to it. I don't want to experience it. He doesn't even know that there's a coronavirus because <laughs> he doesn't watch the news, which good on him. But don't give me advice on how to live my life. You have no idea what's going on in the world. It's not helpful. Yeah. He even goes on to explain what's going on in his world. And remember, March of 2020. If you look around today, I don't see any pandemic around me. Now, sure, one may come in the future, but there's not one around me right now. Amen, brother. I'm with you on that. There is no pandemic. Yep. This guy's a conspiracy uh -huh. theorist. <laughs> this is fucking brilliance, man. Just make sure to stuck up on all the honey, though. Just in case. <laughs> Just in case you have to feed your wife. By the way, I, I have to point out that in the who's right at sorry, who are these podcasts Discord chat here? Somebody said that honey may not be vegan. So Jerry, oh. you're wrong about that too. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. Kind of makes sense because it does make yeah, sense. Yeah, you're harvesting something that animals create. You're stealing it from them. Yeah, because at one point he talks Just about like how he's he he said something about it's my bread and butter. And he goes, But I'm vegan. So I guess I'd have to call it my vegan bread and my vegan butter. And I was thinking, is bread not vegan? I get butter. I, this guy's all confused. Yeah. He's very confused. Honey's okay. Bread's bad. Yeah. I don't understand how that works. Maybe I'm an idiot. It's very possible. Let's talk about cryptocurrency. I'm going to change gears. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. This guy put out a show, and this is from September of 2019, where he has his top 10 crypto. Now... He wants to give you advice on what to invest in in the world of cryptocurrency. And I love what his number one... Sorry, what year, what year did you say? September of 2019. All right. Okay. So put yourself in that place. Mm -hmm. This All is... Right. You could tell this guy knows a lot about this because here's number one. Therefore, with no surprise, I am actually picking Bitcoin as number one because it has the longest proven history. It could go to a hundred plus thousand, and here's why. All right. So, no, no surprise. <laughs> the one that we've all heard about is the one that he thinks is the best. And I just want to point out, it was trading for about ten thousand dollars of Bitcoin at that time. It's down to seventy-two hundred. And mm -hmm. modest decline, not terrible, but still. Not something that you should have been mm -hmm. investing in in September of 2019 at this point. Yeah. I mean, you could still argue, I guess, that it's always a good time to, you know, never be too late. But I, so this is what these cryptocurrency fuckers do. Now, I don't want to be taken at like I'm against cryptocurrency, but what these fuckers do, they run their own scam. And the way they do mm -hmm. it is they yeah. tell you, oh, you know, two years from now, Bitcoin is going to hit one million dollars. I yep. promise you it's going to be one million dollars worth. That's never going to happen, dumbass. Like, who the fuck is going to buy Bitcoin for $1 million a pop? Correct. Who? Right? So, it's never going to happen. So you see people like McAfee, uh, John McAfee. I don't know if you know him. I do. Right. Yeah. The crypto baron. Yep. Made the first antivirus. It's saying, you know, if Bitcoin doesn't hit $1 million by 2020, I'm going to eat my own ball sack. Yep. And then, you know, it doesn't. And now's the time. And he goes, well, I was joking, dude, you know, just... I wasn't well, being serious. Well, McAfee's an interesting character because he is all in on cryptocurrency and for good reasons. Like, he doesn't want the government to control the monetary system. Yeah. Which 
is great. Right. I agree with that. And his whole thing is we shouldn't be investing in cryptocurrency as if it's a stock. We should be trading it as if it is actual money. So he's trying to develop mm-hmm. a cryptocurrency that is stable, which will not happen in my lifetime from all the evidence that I can see. I love that. No, I doubt it. I love that uh, this dummy talks about Litecoin and investing in Litecoin. And he says this. Litecoin is my next pick. Litecoin has, again, it's very stable. It's hit price highs that are way higher than where it's at today. For example, it did go up to 283, which to me down now today at 65, it seems totally reasonable it could go back to 283 at some point. He started that by saying Litecoin is very stable. It was 283. It's now 65. Now, Kai, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something about myself. Again, just failing. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you yeah. something about myself. I own Litecoin. It is at I checked this morning. It's at 44 dollars a Litecoin. It's lost 84 percent of its value, and this guy described it as very stable. <laughs> That's the opposite of stable. <laughs> Holy right. shit! All right, this is great too because he owned Bitcoin. And this guy's way into crypto, and he's saying Bitcoin's what you want to invest in, except for the fact that he no longer owns any. And remember, I'm not saying that this isn't uh, unstable investment because it does go all over the place, but it's still at $7,200 of Bitcoin right now. It's substantial. One of the biggest mistakes I made in my crypto portfolio when I had one was unloading all of my Bitcoin into trying to get moonshot altcoins. So basically... He spent Bitcoin on magic beans and is now giving us financial advice. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) He makes makes Jim Cramer sound like a genius. Yeah, so slowly it makes all the pieces are falling into place. It makes sense where that $50,000 or rather the $650,000 went. This idiot just goes online. He sees some new coin that some troll on 4chan made as a joke. <laughs> yep. He's just like, oh, fucking, fucking cunt coin. Better get in on that on the ground floor. <laughs> Only 55 bucks. What? Okay. Give me a thousand of those. I, I got, can take uh, out another loan. This, this investment will pay off in just five, 50 years from now. I got uh, Bikini Girls on Fiverr coin that you really need to invest in. It's going to be worth so much. This is the last thing he talks about, investing. I think this is so brilliant. Because with investing, the worst thing that can happen is you can lose everything. Hello, exactly. Yeah. That's why you don't invest in crypto coins, (laughs) cryptocurrency, if you're a legitimate investor. Because it could just go to zero. Computers can just say, nope, not worth anything anymore. And that's it. Game over. You might want to it's, invest in it's nothing official. Things. The yeah. government could tomorrow literally just say, we're banning this. Correct. And they Done. probably oh. will. The way they're printing money right now, they probably will. Right. <sighs> oh, this guy. Lunatic. By the way, I want to point out that this guy is against people making fun of other people. Not making fun of other people. Even if it no. seems fairly harmless... In a video game, you might think, well, what's wrong with that? You know, who does that hurt? Well, it hurts everyone. When I'm sitting there saying how bad someone else is, the implication is that I'm really that good. And yet the motivation for me to talk about how good I am is deep down, I'm insecure about how good I am. Okay. And... Oh, okay. It's a wake-up call for me, Kaya. 
because mm. I sit here and I point fingers, but really it's my own insecurities is what's going on. And then yeah. he explains, he gives an example of why making fun of someone could be bad. And this is just a brilliant mm-hmm. example. For example, if you say something critiquing what they wear to their friend who knows them and knows why they wear that, maybe that's a style that they had a friend that died that liked. And then here you are criticizing uh, He pulled it. the, the fuck? friend who died card? That didn't make any sense. You're making fun of this guy because he's wearing a shitty t-shirt. And you tell his body, like, that guy's shirt sucks. And he goes, he wears that shirt because his friend who died liked that shirt. Like, in what world is that <laughs> a scenario? Fuck? That's not a thing that happens. <laughs> it's so stupid. That, that is, that's literally never happened. <laughs> it's never happened. What and the fuck? That's like the... It's a shitty reason to a, wear a shirt. It's so stupid. It's a shitty reason not to make fun of people. So, <laughs> right. whatever. Yes. I, I can get some, like... If you really stretch it, like, hey, don't make fun of bald people. You don't know if maybe that person has cancer. Fine. Okay. I guess. But his shirt, get fucked, dumbass. And by the way, this guy talking about arrogance when he pumps out like 100 videos a day, giving people advice, telling them how to live their lives as if he's the, as if he's not in debt more than anyone else. Oh, there's no one who's less, who's, who's more insecure than this guy Mm -hmm. and yet he exudes this confidence and this positivity and i i see this of a lot of religious people they have to overdo it because they're so insecure with everything they're doing in their lives this this guy's videos are are amazing he has so much energy he Mm -hmm. seems like he's on meth i don't know what's going on specifically but he is exuding confidence and what he's saying is so dumb and he should have zero confidence in what he's saying. It doesn't make any sense. I have a yeah, couple more clips like real quick. Yeah, it's like self-hypnosis. He talks about uh, his January income statement. There is an episode that's oh, only boy. about his income statement. And it's mm-hmm. very interesting because he goes through all of his income and all of his expenses to explain exactly how much profit he made down to details in income that I don't know why anyone would give a shit about. Then I've got $400. I sold my Ableton Push 2 from the Facebook on the Facebook Marketplace for $400. And since that originally was the business expense that is appropriate to put it as business income, I sold that as a part of my commitment to sell my extra equipment and cut back. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Why would I care... About $400 in income for your business in January with equipment that you sold off on Facebook. Right. You're selling your software licenses. So you can't say, don't make fun of people because it makes you look arrogant. Then be such a narcissist to put this yes. sort of shit out. Correct. By like dozens of, dozens of videos of content or audio podcasts of content every single week. Are you talking... About your life in such granular detail as if you're so interesting. Well, he thinks he's But yeah, don't be system. arrogant, though. Don't be arrogant, though. Hey, you know, I should... Hey, Carl, want to listen to five minutes of me talking about what I had for lunch? The pasta that I made? Who gives a fuck? Kaya, this guy is so arrogant. He thinks he's gaining the system because he talks about how he hasn't had a real job since 2014. And he's just doing this... Mm. This whatever it is, this internet thing that he's doing. And, and he's so proud of himself. Now... Kaya, you don't have a real job, right? You, you mostly play video games all day long. Okay, now you're being hurtful. <laughs> <in your mind. laughs> 
I don't have a traditional, thank God, I, I don't have to sit in a cubicle and examine insurance claims or something, no, but I also don't just play video games all day. I know, I, but I was, you know, I'm teasing, but what's I funny... I go for walks. <laughs> what's funny about that, though, what's funny about that guy is that you're successful in life in doing things that I think a lot of people would love to be able to do, not be punching a clock, not be traveling into an office every single day, and you actually earn a living and you're successful at it, and you never once bragged about that. This guy, $651,000 in debt and can't shut up about how successful he is. It's the opposite right. of what he should be saying. Last right. Th- I'm not, you know, half a million dollars in debt. Right. All right. Last, last thing I want to play here about his income statement. <clears throat> and uh, this is where he explains the cash flow is key. Now, the key, as I've learned, is cash flow. We want the income to be much higher than the expenses. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yep. That's the thing True. that he's learned. Now, this is in 2020 he's talking about this. He's had his business since 2014, but he's learned that you want your income to be higher than your expenses. Mm-hmm. Smart. Well, I mean, it sounds like he used to be a bit better businessman in college when he was still an alcoholic and selling children alcohol. Yes. You know, at least yes. <laughs> that, was a, that probably paid better than this. How do you lose? So the funny thing is that if he wasn't pissing away money, he actually might be earning money from this. That's the funny part is he could put himself into the green, not as much as if he actually owned a successful real business, but still, you know, it's a little side hustle. He just cannot stop himself from spending it all, spending actually not just all of it, but like 10 times what what he has, what he earns. I have, a, I have a great um, clip that I just want to play to get, get it out of the way. He talks about mm-hmm. his website, jerrybanfield.com. Jerrybanfield.com is all about me. If you don't want to hear about me, don't go there. Love that. This guy is, is fascinating. Yeah, right. um, uh, what else you got? What else do you want to talk about? Okay, so this is my last series of clips here. Uh, he is an arrogant prick, in my opinion. I listened to the episode, uh, one of them that I listened to was him talking about how to get your podcast off the ground right which is of course in our interest well what tell me jeremy how do we get successful podcasting you get and critical to be your co-host to, <laughs> <laughs> listen to clip 15 yeah what i would do is i would go through the news feed i'd click just on the facebook news feed i'd see which of my friends were actively posting on facebook and i'd send my friend a thoughtful message like hey I saw based on what you were talking about, reference something specifically, you might be interested in listening to my podcast. In this episode, I talk about that. I did some more generic messages also that did get some people to listen, but it also got me some friend removals, which is fine. If someone can't be asked (laughs) to listen to my podcast, we're not really friends on Facebook, are we? Therefore, I recommend the starting place to promote your your podcast is to just use your Facebook profile, whatever social media you're on, <laughs> use what you already have. That's terrible advice. So when he says use, <laughs> he means spam people. Yes. Literally just spam them in their private messages like a little little fucking bot that everyone goes out of their way to block. And then when they drop you as a friend rightfully because you're an annoying piece of shit who spams people, you go he goes, uh oh, well, if you don't want to listen to my piece of shit fucking content, I guess we're not really friends then, huh? 
And he can't stop you are himself. Arrogant, Jerry. He can't stop himself from telling the truth, too. Like, there's things that you should just leave out if you're giving people advice. What you want to do is you want to go on Facebook and you want to oh. tell people about your new podcast. Now, I did this and people unfriended me because I was being an annoying prick. Like, well, leave that part out then if you're telling people this is your advice. Yeah, again, but like you said, he has no concept of privacy. He leaves everything in. Yes. And that's uh, clip 16. Play this. I'm amazed how many people have listened to my podcast Me too. just from sharing it consistently on Facebook, <laughs> even to the point where I shared some things in my podcast. I forgot that so many of my friends and family were paying attention to my podcast after I had asked so many to go listen to it. I shared some things that really offended people on my podcast and provide very clear proof that when you go through and start with your friends and family, especially on Facebook or via text message, then you've got that initial foundation. And once you've got... <laughs> he didn't so, know what he was saying there. So this is why I think he's like, he's just, he's this weird robot who seems to have a blind spot for the fact that failure is bad. Okay, so let's Correct. examine. He, he is in debt. And yet somehow he just doesn't care. He loses subscribers. He's aware of it, but it just doesn't register. He loses friends. He He's getting unfriended on Facebook. That doesn't give a shit. He thinks that's a good thing because, well, they still downloaded the episode. Did they not? Or, or he he's offending his friends and family. They, they listen, you know, even when he doesn't lose friends after spamming them and they actually give it a chance and they download and they listen, they get offended and pissed off at him. He still somehow counts that as a victory, you as a what, good thing. You know what, Kaya? It would be really hypocritical of me to say, yeah, you shouldn't offend, you shouldn't offend your friends and family with your podcast. Uh, I, can, I, I count that as a victory as well, so I'm not going to rip on him for that one. Right, but he's supposed to be a, you know, the goody two-shoes religious AA member who, you know, goes out of his way not to make fun of people, not to offend. But you can clearly tell he doesn't give a fuck about offending people. That's a good point. I'm an, I'm an atheist who still drinks too much, so that's a good point. We're very different in that regard. Uh, play clip 19 where he's just he just doesn't give a fuck about other people. Play that I one. encourage 19. doing everything on your podcast that you're proud to share with your friends and family, even if they might potentially get offended at one thing or another. Weird. Right. Again, telling... I'm confused by what this even part, means. Part, part of a shitty advice series. That's what it means. It's just, you know, just make a podcast just for the sake of it. Even if your friends and family hate it and they get offended at you for just talking shit about them on a podcast, revealing your secret, you know, sharing their secrets maybe revealing confidential uh, confidential shit that's what he's talking about there by the way <laughs> so weird. he spams his fam <laughs> he spams his family now you listen to those clips yep. he goes out of his way to shove his content in everyone's face he messages them with personalized messages with generic messages he wants his friends to listen but also clip 18 Ask people you already know. And if you're making a podcast that you don't want your friends and family listen to, you might think twice about that because I've seen that the hard way. You make stuff you don't think your friends and family should listen to. You even tell at the beginning of the episode if your friend or family might not want to listen to this and people listen to it anyway. <laughs> you fucking asshole you spam them to listen yep. and then you put in a disclaimer telling them not to listen <laughs> yeah are you fucking stupid and they're the assholes
I just want to remind people, I haven't talked about this in a long time, that my mother-in-law still listens to every episode of WATP. And Karen, we love you for listening to the show. We do appreciate that. But I've never once told anyone in my family to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Not a good idea. No, but if, if you did, you wouldn't also put in a disclaimer telling them not to listen. It's, it's the weirdest shit. Like, it just, hey man, you know, I just I made a new podcast. It would be cool if you listen, if you tune in, and then. But also, if you're my friends, please uh, don't listen. <laughs> right. This, so this guy's just weird, and I guess yeah. I just the last one I want to play is him again, not seeing the irony in his own words and just not taking his own advice. Uh, clip twenty. I do my podcast. Because I love doing it and because I love knowing people listen to it and it helps people. If it's just me doing it, well, I don't need to do a podcast. I can just sit here and listen to myself talk. Right? I bet he does that. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Jerry, take take that shit offline. You're done. Just stop. I have stop. Feeling, You've had too much. I have a feeling he does a lot of talking into the mirror, this guy. He's very proud of his public speaking. He's very proud of the way he presents. I bet he practices a lot. I bet he talks to himself all day long, would be my guess. He clearly thinks highly of himself. Clearly. So all of that shit about not making fun of others or putting yourself highly or thinking of yourself that high and mighty, bullshit, bullshit. Kaya, we have a lot to get to today because our friend Podcast Hitman is going to come on and break down some of the things that our friend Patrick Michael is up to. Before Mm -hmm. that, I want to talk about one of my suggestions to you. Before that, could I pee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a pee break in a second. But before that, one of my suggestions to you for this podcast was the Joe Biden podcast. I'm getting this suggested to me all over the place. (laughs) Got to check out Joe Biden's podcast. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to my buddy Drew Lane over at the Drew and Mike show because they've been playing his podcast and calling it out. And here's a clip where they discovered a really bad edit in this really boring Joe Biden podcast. Play that edit again. Play that again. The information on this coronavirus crisis uh, are facing it as well now. So each week, I'm going to be joined by an expert, someone... That's the worst edit I've ever heard! There's not, <laughs> there's not even a breath. His inflection is just completely yeah. in another direction. There's not even a breath between the words. Oh, my God! All right, here comes he can't again. do another take on that? No, he doesn't have time for that. The podcast is 12 hours long. ...on this coronavirus crisis uh, are facing it as well now. So each week, I'm going to be joined by an expert... Carl, are you listening to who are these podcasts? I do. We're listening, Drew. We're listening, buddy. Come on the show sometime. I know we have a lot of uh, listeners who are Drew and Mike fans. Tell Drew to come on the show. Come on, WATP. All right, let's take a quick piss break. And All right. our buddy producer Chris created a song for us to play during the piss break, which is awesome. Perfect. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that, and then we'll come right back. We'll pull up my buddy podcast hitman and we'll talk about Seamus McKillian. Okie dokie. Snake jazz. Take a piss. <laughs> W-H-E-P. It's my jam. Pee. There are three toilets in this house. I'm shitting during work hours. And I'm depressed by your scream. Uh, 70-year-old man. I'm shitting during work hours. 
Fire hoses. Slapstick. We take the piss at Carl Weezer's grave, and Opie is impressed by his stream. Who's impressed by someone's fucking history? I have shit everywhere. And I'm impressed by your stream. See that? Podcast Hitman, where do you want to go? Are, do you go by Matt Lewinsky? You go by Podcast Hitman? What do we? How do we uh, refer yeah. to you? Doesn't matter. Whatever you want, call me, Carl. Okay, I'm going to turn up your volume so that I can hear you better. So, the Podcast Hitman is joining us. He is a person who he, listens to just about every just, episode that Seamus puts out and pulls timestamps and. Let's me know what's going on in the world of Patrick Michael, a.k.a. Todd, a.k.a. Kirby Roosevelt. What's, what, what are his other <laughs> aliases? Glitch Fredberg. Glitch Fredberg. Wyborn Chaos. Oh, what about uh, Animal Crosley? Or what is it? Yeah, Animal Crosley. Oh, this guy's the best. So I have uh, a ton of clips from a lot of different shows, and I just want to do like a rapid fire thing, if that's cool with you. That works. One of the things I was noticing, I was listening to a lot of uh, Patrick Michael this morning, and I noticed that he has these crutch phrases that he uses all the time. He says, I'll be honest, guys, or, but I will say this. He'll say, uh, but hey, and he'll say, put it this way. So I just want you to key in on those phrases. You'll hear them throughout these clips. He seems to pepper them in nonstop. This is from Fight Church. Fight Church is his MMA podcast. I don't think we've covered that on WATP before. But uh, he's breaking down the mcgregor Saron fight. And he says this. You, you see what I'm saying? You well, you it. hear it. I mean, it makes more sense. I don't know why people say that. You see what I'm saying? No, I can't see your words. This isn't Sesame Street. <laughs> your words aren't floating out of your mouth in some sort of, you know, comical font. <laughs> that'd be funny. If, that'd be awesome, actually, if it did. Maybe your thoughts? That'd be scary if your thoughts did that. You wouldn't want that, especially if you're just, like, walking down the street. All right, you, you, you know, are, uh, you have a lot of, like, echoing going on, Mr. Hitman. I might have to uh, bail on this. All right, man, if we have to, we have to. Another. Yeah. Now, the reason why I had you on is because you've been such a great contributor over the years, and you're telling me that you're retiring. Yeah. Girlfriend wants to get serious, so uh, I won't be listening to Seamus. That. That's fucking that bullshit. Oh, That's shit. the worst excuse ever. My girlfriend wants to get serious, so I can't listen to Patrick Michael <laughs> anymore. I ain't going to have time for Seamus, man. But that's winning. It's, man, that's, you know... Getting a girlfriend and stopping listening to Todd, that's winning. Have you learned nothing from Jerry? You need to fail <laughs> that's in good, life. That's a good point. Wait, wait, wait. I, th I thought living in a trailer park with like 20 podcasts. Yes. Okay, here's what you do, babe. Break up with your girl, get some debt, take out a loan that you cannot pay back, and quit your job, move out of your house. Right. And that's pretty much it. That's all I've learned from Jerry. <laughs> so, so it seems to me like you're the expert there kaya all right podcast hit man thank you so much for coming on you sound like hot garbage so we're gonna we're gonna call it on that but i do have a ton of clips that i want to run through some of them from our buddy pro in the seamus watch channel many of them coming from podcast hit man 
This is a podcast called Problem Academy and a show called Show Me More. And he talks about how social media sucks. Because I'll be honest, social media sucks, dude. It's lame. It's only beneficial to those that are influencing people, selling shit by showing their boobs or ass. So Patrick Michael has decided yeah. social media doesn't work very well because when he posts shit nonstop about all the content that he's providing, people don't give a shit. He's not a guy who's like so, engaging in conversation or trying to be part of a community. He just wants to push his shit at people and it's not working. Again, these anchor FM assholes yep. seem to be both of them under the impression that if I just put tits on screen, it'll get viral. Yep. Right. Remember, Jerry also thought, hey, if I just pay some cam whore to dance on camera, all my, my video will go viral. And Todd seems to be under the same impression is there's no other way to go viral. It's all that's all what social media is for. It's just cute girls and their bodies. And no, I, maybe have you tried being funny, interesting? Yeah, actually, good this, content that this, people feel like following. This next clip even furthers your point. And then there's all these people that exist. And it's, it's usually women. I'll say that. It's a lot of women that I see. There's a lot of guys that do it too, but the extent that some women do it, you're like, hey lady, we understand that you do squats every day. You don't gotta show us, unless <laughs> that's all that you are. If all you are is a pair of legs with an ass, fine. <laughs> He's angry. He's an angry guy. <laughs> so this is a level of angry at e-girls mm -hmm. that I hope none of us ever reach. So I think we can all agree that we're all a little salty about the whole, you know, uh, premium Snapchats and OnlyFans be the facts being that if you're a pretty girl, you can pretty much make like $10,000 a day. And then <laughs> here I am, yeah. a hairy fucking pudgy <laughs> Turkish guy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ever going to make that much money in a day. Okay. So yes, I am a little salty about it, but that's not the same thing as this guy just bitching about, uh, oh, if you look, if you put a, a video up of you squatting, it's, it go, goes viral on Twitter. That's well, it's true, but that, you can, plenty of people who are not attractive, who are not women, who are actually interesting, they can still go viral. Right. I think the point is, I mean, it's not a zero-sum game. It's not like, oh, well, you're taking away yeah. all the attention from me that I would have been having, but I don't, I'm don't. i not a chick with a, a great ass. You're like, well, no, dummy, there's tons of people who aren't chicks with great asses who get a ton of attention on social media. It's not their fault. You're uninteresting. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's not their fault they were born hot. It's not their fault that you are this boring dipshit ginger. Look, <laughs> this guy's a ginger bitch, right? Yeah, he sure is. Well, so is um, Bill Burr, but he's a funny fuck. So is Chrissy he's Mayer. A great... Oh, wait, that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible example. Yeah, what never, are you on? Never mind, that's not helping my point <laughs> I was at just all. say. <laughs> So if you just look at it on the face of it, uh, you know, Bill Bird, balding ginger, wildly successful millionaire. That's not because he has he does great squats or because he has an amazing ass, Todd. He's skillful. He has fun content. Well, Bill Burr is not the problem in Todd's mind, but Bert Kreischer is. This is him, and he's been wow. blasting Bert lately. This is him talking about Bert Kreischer. And to be honest, most people are laughing at you not with you because truly you're not funny your stories suck 
Although it sounds like he's looking in the mirror, doesn't it? On that clip. Here is a little bit again talking about <laughs> Bird Kreischer. Don't don't go on your podcast and talk about how often you're working out. But there's no change in your face, your body, your weight, none of that shit. And then try to say it's because you're also eating really shitty. Because those two things don't mix. You're either only eating shitty or you're only riding the bike, losing weight, preparing yourself to be fit. There's no, there's no both. What are you talking about? What is he possibly talking about? He seems about? salty. So it's, it's really difficult to hate on Todd for this because I also, I really, really hate Burt Kreischer. Oh, me too. To Logan, man. Me too. But what he just said though was Burt Kreischer is trying to tell us that he exercises a lot. And the reason why he's still fast is because he eats a lot of shitty foods. Like you could definitely do both <laughs> of those things. I've lived many years yeah. doing both of those things. It's very possible. He goes, that's bullshit. If you're riding a bike and you're exercising, then you're also eating Ooh. vegan. Like, well, no, that's not, that's not true. You can still have a cheeseburger. All right. So this is more of him calling out Bert Kreischer. And I love this because Patrick Michael has railed on us because all we do is rip on other people who are more successful than us. You know, it's one of the things that we hear about a lot. But it's just so tempting mm -hmm. to do it yourself, isn't it? A movie that's eight years old, <laughs> nine years old, is beating Burt Kreischer special. Hmm. Hmm. What does that mean? What does that mean? And I swear, within like four days, his, his special wasn't even ranked. And I was smiling from ear to ear. Because fuck that guy. <sighs> fuck him, dude. He has the worst personality in the world. He's a fucking piece of garbage, dude. He's a piece of garbage. Jesus. Yeah. He's the one guy that you don't ever want to fucking party with. So he is actively rooting against Burt Kreischer. He doesn't want his stand-up special to be ranked on Netflix. He thinks he's a piece of garbage as a human being. Like, he's really deep into his hatred for Burt Kreischer, which I don't care about Burt Kreischer at all, but I don't hate the guy. I don't yeah. give a shit either way. No, I, I, I hate him, but not for his personality or anything. <laughs> Just that laugh. I cannot yeah. stand it. I cannot stand that fucking piece of shit ear grit. You did like an episode on him, right? On yes. his podcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't know how you did it, man. I don't. God bless you. I had to turn that thing off halfway. I actually skipped some parts because Kreischer's laugh is it just it's a kind of laugh that makes me want to punch old ladies. You don't know how I did it, Kaya? Do you know how many shitty podcasts I listen to on a fucking <laughs> weekly basis? You don't know how I did it. Yeah, but not the content. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm talking about the it's ear grating, so that retarded faggot laugh that he does, yeah. where it's it's clearly fake and contrived, yes. yet he forces himself to laugh at his own shit. For sure. With yeah. that, it feels like nails on a chalkboard. But still, Todd sounds almost personally offended that I guess maybe he's not as popular and I'm not sure what is going on there. Also, does he have a tugboat in the background? Why was that horn playing throughout that clip? So he's been playing these music beds and things underneath his show. Oh. And I think the reason is, okay. is because he's trying to cover up the crying babies. Now, that clip I just played. <laughs> I, I remember of, those. That, those are great. That clip I just played, you can hear his toddler or newborn son in the background. I zoomed in on it. Here it is. He's a piece of garbage. 
There is a baby <laughs> crying in the background. And Seamus thinks, rather than being a good father, I'll just put a music bed in, and no one will be the wiser. He's the best. I love this guy. All right, so that was Problem Academy. Sad, amazing. That was Problem Academy. Now let's take a look at the Ginger Snap podcast, and this is a episode called Pandemic Delivery. And he's talking about getting an Amazon delivery to his apartment. Now... He has mentioned before that he lived in a trailer park. Now, apparently, he lives in an apartment. Maybe? Listen to how much description he goes into about how he receives deliveries. And tell me if you think he's making this up. And I'm used to the guys who bring my stuff. They will go and they hit my button for my apartment. And it buzzes. And I usually buzz them in. And then I I go and I uh, grab the package from them as they come in the door. But... This time, whoever it was, they simply set the package inside the first set of doors and then left. Well, they didn't leave yet. They actually sat there and kind of waited until the package was gone because I don't think they saw me. Now, I realize he's got a lot of time to fill and he's trying to just ramble so he can put out 80,000 podcasts a day. But didn't that seem like too much detail into getting a package delivered we have to explain that i live in an apartment and there's a buzzer and then there's double doors and then i i buzz the person in and then i walk down to the doors and then they're watching me as i pick up the package dude you live in a trailer it's fine (laughs) you don't have to make up this elaborate ruse that you have this apartment where there's a buzzer system and you're letting people in i'm just not buying it's like a it's like a child lying. Like, yes. Who ate all this candy? Well, not me. It was the it, it was the fairy. What fairy? Well, it was me, but not me. So what the fuck? It literally <laughs> wasn't the same three seconds he went. The guy just left the package and left. Oh, actually, he didn't leave. He was there and he waited for me to pick it up. Yeah, there's a lot of details okay. thrown in that made no sense. I don't know why he needed to include any of those. All right. This is his pandemic episode, and he explains that he's not concerned. He's not prone to getting sick. As I've said on the podcast before, I'm not even somebody that's been prone to the flu, let alone something like the coronavirus. I did think I was dying today, though, simply because when you eat uh, a cheeseburger and then a roast beef sandwich... (laughs) Uh, you know, those things don't mix so well. Fascinating. Kaya, he's not a guy who gets sick very often with the flu, but he did eat a cheeseburger and then a roast beef sandwich. Yeah. Also, I like, (laughs) I'm not prone to the coronavirus. None of us are. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I've never even had COVID-19. I don't know. (laughs) Right. I never got it before. Yeah, right. I don't don't know why everyone's catching it now. I'm not prone to it. I've lived my entire life without getting it. I don't know what the problem is. (laughs) Then he goes on on to talk about how people who are younger than him can't possibly be as smart as he is. Have you ever met somebody that's 10 years younger than you who's smarter than you are? Now, he's being sarcastic. He's saying that, oh, these people think they got it all figured out, but they're just dumb idiots. Anyone who assumes that they're smarter than someone just because they're older than them <clears throat> is an idiot. There are yeah, uh, there are millions yeah. of people 10 years younger than me who are much, much smarter than I am. 
I know oh, this absolutely. for a fact. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only 28, man. I I I don't know really any 18 year olds, but I'm sure there's some math majors that are about to get the Nobel Peace Prize or some shit or the Nobel Prize for mathematics or chemistry or something. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Who's like? Not only are they smarter than me, they're better human beings, morally speaking, too. Not, it just, there's no question about this. Not only are they smarter, but they know that mathematicians don't get the Nobel Peace Prize. That wouldn't make any fucking Whatever. sense. They could. Okay. They could, technically. So, so in this episode of the pandemic delivery, this guy is playing some WWE video game while he's podcasting. And then all of a sudden it makes this awkward jump cut and he's He's outside podcasting. So it wouldn't be surprising if the guy was like, hey man, buy a guitar and we'll start a band tomorrow. Oh, do you know how to play? Not, I mean, kind of. We'll figure it out. <laughs> That's, it's always more fun that way. I'll be honest, guys. I recorded the first part of this episode <laughs> while playing WWE 2K20. I don't know if I already mentioned that, but hey, it is an interesting game. I will say this. I did not edit that. That's how his podcast sounds. It just abruptly changes to him being quiet and outside and saying, oh, by the way, I was just playing a video game while I was podcasting. Again, oh. man, just it's amazing. A site like Anchor FM, they milk these retards and they make money yeah. off of these idiots. Do they, though? I, I don't Who? I think Anchor FM is losing money. If they're paying these people... They have to be losing money. What's the model? I don't know what the model is. No, but don't they have to pay to host their shit there? And then they get also advertising? No, I, th I think it's free to host. It's free to use their software to edit. And they syndicate it for you and they pay you for every download. So it's a pyramid scheme where the person at the top pays out everyone else in the pyramid scheme. It doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. Maybe they have some... What the fuck? Maybe they're like the Chinese. They have like a 75-year plan. They're like, it's it's fine. In 75 years, we'll be on top again. All right. Here is yeah. Seamus explaining that he podcasts so much, he doesn't even know which show he's doing. I can only talk on a podcast for so fucking long so many times a day. Because you know what? I'll be honest, guys. If you've listened to this far into this episode, I had no idea what podcast this episode was going to be for. And here we are, nonetheless, right? Is that the most amazing clip ever? We've always thought that that was what was happening, that he was just getting on, talking, and then he's like, oh, I'll put that out as uh, Ginger Snap or Problem Academy or whatever. Like, they're all the same. But he just admitted it. I have no idea why I'm even talking to a microphone right now, but I'll figure it out later. And no one's forcing him. He's like, well, you know, I can only podcast so much, you guys. Oh, get in line already. I know. No one's looking for this well, much content. So stop. Yeah, it's fine. So stop, you dumb faggot. What, what? <laughs> no one has a gun to your head. Why are you doing this? Patrick Michael, if you could podcast zero hours a day and maybe instead of that, care about your own son. Yeah. How about that? Patrick Michael, if. Are those his children, by the way? Or are they adopted? He, they are. He has, he has two sons. He talked about it. He talked about it with Delvin Cox. Yeah, he has two sons. Um, by the way. God, that is just the weirdest shit then. Patrick Michael, if you are putting out all this content for our own show and, and you want to help us out, I want to tell you right now, you don't have to do that. I haven't even gotten close to looking into your back catalog. There are thousands of hours of podcasts that we can go back and make fun <laughs> of. So go ahead and take a break. 
Go ahead and retire. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, this is yeah. great. He explains that he knows the difference between good and bad podcasts. I don't. I don't know how to. De- I know how to determine which is a good podcast in comparison to a bad, where I feel good after it, where it almost inspires me to do more. I know that's a good podcast. I know it is. Do you think that's true? Nope. Okay. So right from there, he talks about how he's still going to make shitty podcasts, but he knows the difference. I'm still going to make regular shit like this. Like the first half of this episode, probably not very good because I wasn't paying much attention. I was playing the game, doing my thing. But hey, this is real life, folks. This is not, you know, this isn't a movie. I'm not a celebrity per se. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> well, a couple things going on there. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great clip. <laughs> that's a great clip. <laughs> a fucking little baby sniveling in the back. He's changing a diaper. What the that hell? Clip. That's a great clip because he says, Listen, I know when I put out a shitty podcast and a good podcast, I'm still going to put out a shitty podcasts. Like, just this one that you're listening to right now is playing a video game on his podcast. It's, it's garbage. It's terrible. I'm still going to do that. And the reason why I'm going to do that is because I'm not a celebrity per se. Did you hear that? Did you pick up on that little nuance? I'm not a celebrity not a- per se. <laughs> He definitely thinks he's a celebrity at this point. I'm sorry, man. I'm kind of hung up on the little... Uh, 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 the baby sniveling in the back just for attention, for something from daddy. That's Maybe why... reaching through the cribs, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's putting in the music beds everywhere. He doesn't want us to hear that part, obviously. Just pay attention to them. This is fucked up, man. Todd, Seamus, this is sad. All right. So that was... Uh, Ginger Snap. Now I want to get into the nine minute podcast uh, episode called Circus Audition. And again, thank you so much to Podcast Hitman. And, and I, I hope that the relationship doesn't work out with you and your girlfriend and you come back to listening to these shows and helping us out because I'm a selfish prick. <laughs> but if we're going to get a nine minute podcast, I was told that the Night Ranger song that I put together is not as good as the actual nine minute podcast intro theme. Intro, yeah, nine-minute podcast. All right, so let's get into it. You just know he went into Adobe Audition afterwards and edited out all of the baby crying. Oh, you would think so. From when he he recorded his lyrics. Oh, for that song, you mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He starts off this new episode of the nine-minute podcast called Circus Audition. And he has nothing to say, and the show starts unraveling immediately. Uh, Due to the fact that today we don't really have much to talk about. I mean, of course, we could sit here and and bullshit about the coronavirus all day long. We could talk about Tiger King. We could talk about Netflix. We could talk about stand-up comedy specials. But at this point, I'm not sure what people come to my shows to listen for. What do you come to my show to listen to, huh? What do you want me to talk about? 
I don't know. These are things that I find interesting and also things that are being talked about in the public. So, hey, you know what? Since there is no more public, I feel like we can just talk about whatever. So, I got a beautiful set of towels. Jesus. <laughs> That's the start of his show. He's got nothing to talk about. I bought towels. You want to talk about that? No, not really. What, what, would you say t- Tiger King? Fuck, Let's man. talk about that. Again, I think all of these guys, just like him and Jerry, they look at their analytics and they see yeah. that a hundred people listen to their podcast that they're hosting on Godbot fucking Anchor.fm, which should be banned at this point. I'm Correct. fairly convinced. They look at it, they see hundred listens. Hmm. Wow, a hundred people are listening to me. No, those are all web crawlers. They're bots. <laughs> Seamus, nobody listens to you other than Carl. That's not true. That's not true. There are at least a half a dozen people who are WATP fans who listen to every single episode of this guy's show. They're yes, just okay, hate six listening. people who all all of whom hate you. Yes. And They're not real listeners. They're not you're not getting engagement in the way that you wish. Well, he talks about why so he's got this other show i'll get back to diamond podcast called the daily ghost which is paranormal stories and uh he talks about the fact that he wouldn't even podcast if no one was listening why why make a show that nobody's listening to doesn't make sense so glad to see you guys are are taking to it yeah he's excited that people are listening even though they're hate listening I don't know if I'm trying at this point to bully Anchor FM, but you notice how they all sound the same? Yes, they're all terrible. It's not a good advertisement for your podcasting platform when you say, this show was recorded on Anchor FM, which is really easy to use. You can do it on your phone. It's like, hey, everybody, it's just Seamus. It's not a good advertisement. No, if nobody was listening, I wouldn't even do a podcast. Right. Right. Yeah. Of course Take you would. Yes, that's the whole Ma- point. This see, this is why communism is bad, man. You can't give people free shit because they'll take advantage of it like this. It's a good thing that Lipson has a twenty dollar entry barrier that people have to pay to host their shitty, stupid fucking opinions. That's one of the funniest things you've ever said. That's why communism is bad, because of these terrible podcasts. Not the hundred million people who were slaughtered in the twentieth century. Not that. It's the fact that these assholes have podcasts. Is why communism that is That too, bad. but you know the the Great Leap Forward versus <laughs> Todd and Jerry podcasting, kind of the <laughs> just equivalent evil here. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. You're not you're not in uh, East Germany, are you? Should be careful. No. All right, here is... Um, <laughs> so he starts off his 90-minute podcast and he has nothing to say, but don't worry about that. He's got this. I, I really don't have anything to talk about today. I didn't have anything... As soon as I started hitting record, but I was like, you know what? I like this new intro music. I like uh, the fact that it's a, it's only a nine-minute show, and I could figure it out. I could figure it out as we go. Nine minutes? Oh, I can do nine minutes. That's not a problem whatsoever. In fact, sometimes I do nine minutes on my head, and that can be a problem. Uh, it hurts my neck. Uh, but, you know, you, you learn from that. You learn from it. You get better. You strategize into doing it better the next time. So I want to point you don't. this out. I wanna, <laughs> you clearly don't learn and get better. I want to point this out because Jerry was doing the same thing. He says, I can do nine minutes. And he does nine minutes on how we can do nine minutes. 
This guy, Jerry, says, all you got to do is create content. And anyone can go out there and just create content. It's like his content is talking about creating content. It's the same thing with Seamus. I can do nine minutes. All I got to do is just do nine minutes. All I got to do is talk for nine minutes. Who can't talk for nine minutes? I'm going to talk for nine minutes. Like, you're talking about talking for nine minutes as your nine minutes. That's not content. This is not content. I guess exactly. It's all it ever is is fucking filler material. Right. All they do is well, uh, I can do a podcast. I can do a podcast right now. I can prove that I can do a podcast because, as you can see, I'm talking right now, so I can fill some audio file. That's not what that. That's what, not what that. Everyone is. can. That's not what it's about. It's not about rendering an audio file that is the necessary length, you douchebag. Where's the content? <laughs> Neither of these two Anchor FM whores seems to know what content actually means. But Kaya, you cannot deny the quality. It's the weirdest fashion I've ever recorded ever. But at the same time, can you deny the quality? Can you deny it? We're doing <laughs> well. We're being consistent. I love that he thinks he's high quality. Okay. <sighs> Thankfully, he does say this. Uh, put it this way. If I haven't figured out how to podcast by now, I should quit doing it. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, Jesus Christ. You should quit doing it. You haven't figured it out by now. You've put out 20,000 hours of podcasts, and they're still terrible. So I've never used Anchor FM. Is, is it like some spyware shit where you have to download it to your computer and all that's their business plan. They data mine all of these idiots' computers. That makes sense. That's I, all I, I can. Don't know. That's all I can imagine. Yeah, right. That's I don't know how point. else they would make money off of these retards. <laughs> you get paid for every single download, Kaya. You don't have to have listeners. You can still make money using Anchor.fm, even if you have three <laughs> listeners. Right. You can make money. But how is it? Is it? <laughs> this feels like sense. a secret Chinese plot. Like is this owned by China? Like TikTok? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I want to get to the bottom of who owns Anchor.fm because this seems nefarious. <laughs> There's something going on here. I think what you need to do is an Anchor.fm episode where you just prowl Anchor.fm for podcasters who clearly are only podcasting because it's free. And or... that's it, really. Just they're podcasting because it's free and you get to the bottom. You do some investigative journalism and get to the bottom of who the fuck is bankrolling this? What Russian oligarch, what Chinese mogul is bankrolling Anchor.fm? Because this is clearly not a or, hold legitimate on, venture. I'm going to throw out an idea. You, me, and Doug, we put together a show. Ooh. It's a new podcast. And it's about, each episode's about 45 to 60 seconds long. And we put it out using Anchor FM. It's only an anchor read. That's all we do. It's like, hey, it's Carl and Kai and Doug. Hey, how's it going, everybody? You got to use Anchor.fm. It's the way to get paid. And then we sign off. Let's see if we can just make money just putting that same episode out in different sequences, like episode one, episode two, episode three. Let's see if we can make money okay. on that. Let's scam the system. All right. Want to try this? And I'm serious. Let's yep. make a podcast that is jointly owned by the three of us and okay. all it is is us doing the anchor.fm read mm -hmm. the ad read while we record ourselves pissing yes. every time we piss we record an episode yes. just a splashing sound we put it up and if we earn even a single cent we win kaya really i honestly want to do that i'm gonna sign up for anchor.fm we gotta do this okay i'll i'll make a group chat after this we can Okay. I, don't know what, I don't know what we would call it, the pee pod. Pee, perfect! 
You nailed it. And you know what? I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a, an extra show called the Poo Pod, which is a little bit longer. It's a longer format. <laughs> All right. This well, is mine gonna... are always very runny and splattery, so ah. I think I could contribute a lot of episodes. It's important that you need to mic both your mouth and the toilet. Like you need two mics for this to make sure that we're capturing all the gold. <laughs> Dude, I have a Sennheiser MKH eighty forty. I can get that to you in pristine quality. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right. Getting back to the Daily Ghost. This is a show I never knew about before, but it's very interesting that five minutes into the show, five minutes in. After a lot of nonsense, music beds, ad reads, he says this. I will say, I I published an episode recently and then took it away. It was up, ready to go. A lot of people had listened to it, but then I was like, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and unpublish this for a second. So there is an entire episode waiting to come out the same time this one comes out. So let's do... What we enjoy doing so much. And let's turn the lights down. And let's get strange with another Daily Ghost podcast. Right now. <laughs> Alright, two things here. So first off, he put an episode out and then he took it away and now he's going to put it out again. I don't know what's going through this guy's head or why he does what he does. I don't know that he knows. So I'm not going to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he says, all right, now we're ready to go. Let's get ready for another episode. This is, like I said, five minutes in. Now, you might say, what's the big deal? I've listened to Joe Rogan. He doesn't start the show till six, seven, eight minutes into the show. The big deal is that the entire runtime on this show is 11 minutes. Five Mm -hmm. minutes in, he starts the show. He begins rapping at 9.53. So the actual runtime of the show is less than five minutes of the content of the show. And he's turning into an 11 mm-hmm. minute long podcast. Right. But see, you, you are making a mistake from the beginning when you use the word content. What right. matters is right. you downloaded the episode. Somebody downloaded <laughs> yep. it. And it's an audio file that is 11 minutes long. That's all that matters to these Anchor FM bots. Correct. I don't even know if they're human at this point. They're they're like the robots from Westworld where you show them their own show and you go, dude, there's no content here. And they go, doesn't look like anything to me. He made. I don't know if they're sentient. He made 0.25 cents off of every one of these downloads. And I downloaded like five or six episodes today. So he made almost a nickel off of me. He's doing pretty well. (laughs) All right. I want to talk yep. about, is it the shoes? And this is a episode called Pandemic Addicts. Now, what's great about, is it the shoes, is that Todd has a buddy named Andrew. And Andrew joins the show. And what Todd does, he decides to try out some of his stand-up material with Andrew. Now, I don't know if you've heard his coronavirus bit, but Todd decides to go ahead and try this out and gets no response at all where the laugh should be there's an the opposite of a laugh this is great but since we're already talking about coronavirus you might as well oh corona (laughs) i i I had this bit that i came up with where i was like dude is the person that names viruses the same person that names hurricanes because they're non-threatening yeah this guy andrew is a spaz (laughs) (laughs) he's a total spaz he laughs at everything he's over the top 
Todd goes, I got this awesome joke that I came up with. And he tells the joke. And the guy goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> it gives him nothing. So what's great after that uh. is that the spaz Andrew tries to help him punch up his joke for the next 38 seconds. Yeah. Oh, Hurricane yeah. Steven's coming in. Here oh, we comes got- Hurricane Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Katrina. Oh, I love yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. She sounds like the aunt that comes to the family reunion and talks to her. Yeah. Drinks a little too much. Shows yeah. you, t- you know, and yes. like, hey, you're my aunt. But like, hey, I'm going to think about that later when I masturbate. And exactly. I'm going to tell anybody, though. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, is my, it is my aunt's boob, but hey, it is a boob. It's still a boob, and it's not <laughs> my mom's or my sister's. So I'm good. And that's all that qualifies. It's just my mom's sister. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like mom's boobs, but, but, but look, a little strange. I guess it depends on how old you are at that point. You know, maybe right, you can get away right, with right. that if you're, if you're real little. So I was reading the Discord, and people kind of like this guy, Andrew. I think he's a weirdo and highly spastic on the show. It's not my cup of tea, but at least he brings a little bit of energy to what Patrick Michael is doing. So that's good. No, well, so that's a problem, though, is these guys, they talk to each other and they give each other these cheering Yes. You know, adulations telling each other, yeah, man, dude, your your podcast is amazing. That's what Andrew's doing, you realize. He's just sitting there telling Todd to keep doing the stupid fucking show with the baby crying in the back. Like, yeah, man, I, I heard it, dude. It's just Don't I figured work. you edited that one out with the child crying in the back, and I also heard you beating your girlfriend. Like that was so annoying. <laughs> Kaya, don't worry. He doesn't need someone to reinforce it. He will continue to put out podcasts no matter what. It does not matter. Wonderful. So this podcast, Is It the Shoes, was an hour and 27 minutes. And I saw that. I was like, well, that's fucking daunting. And this is a guy who puts out nine-minute podcasts, 11-minute podcasts, hour 27. So I get about 59 minutes in, and this happens. You'll hear Patrick Michael get abruptly cut off by the outro music. And then there's 27 minutes of dead air after that. Just blank file for 27 minutes. It looks nice. If it looks edible, I'll have it. You know what? That's what that's what I, I think people are going to start eating plastic fruit because it's it looks true. delicious. Yeah. It's not real food. It though. does. I've tried before when I was drunk. Like, I didn't know it was, <laughs> wasn't real, you know? So that's I the took best. the bite, yeah. Hey, you know what? I didn't edit that anyway. Hey, you know what? It's just over. Show's over. It's unbelievable. The only thing this guy does is podcast, and he's so bad at it, and he's failing at every fucking second. It's amazing to me. So our buddy Patrick Michael used to try different bits on his shows. One of them was Jackasses of History. And here's a clip that Pro pulled and uh, put in our Discord. I'm going to introduce you to this little segment we're going to be doing. This fella, Thomas Seymour, <clears throat> he was the first uh, jackass of history, as we'll call him. Uh, by all accounts, Seymour was uh, courageous and good looking. And that's so crazy. I really like, I think it's funny when people talk about historical figures and they say like, oh, he was, he was charismatic and adorable. What do you mean? I've only ever seen paintings of this fella. And most of the paintings look the same. Uh, Historical paintings, portraits of people, all the dudes look the same. 
Like, you're going to mistake H.H. Holmes for one of the, you know, uh, guys. I don't know. What am I saying? <laughs> he couldn't come up with for one, one of the, example. Uh, guys. <laughs> I couldn't think of one historical person who we've seen their portrait. He couldn't come up with one. <laughs> so, I don't know who H.H. Holmes is, but he clearly looked him up, and then he tried to flexes historical knowledge by name dropping the person but then he couldn't think of anyone else couldn't who that of, guy looks like he couldn't think of anyone uh, else uh, <laughs> sorry it's fucking great i'm surprised that he got rid of that bit it was going so well all right here is another clip that pro pulled he's talking about brendan schaub who he's obsessed with he's obsessed with the fact that brendan schaub ex UFC fighter, you know, we broke it down on Fighter and the Kid that he's not a funny guy. And Seamus is not having it. This guy does stand-up comedy. And his kids are not thrilled that he's spending so much time talking into his microphone about Brandon Chubb. You have to work harder, especially at stand-up comedy. That is key. You have to write better jokes. You have to, you can make up stuff. It's broken. Oh my god. But yeah, you can easily, easily get better. You should be able to get better quite quickly, considering who you surround yourself with. And you're, you, he doesn't realize it, I don't think, but he's competing against some of the best comedians in the world on a weekly basis. By going to the comedy store, by going to the Laugh Factory, by going to the improv, there's all these different comedians that are around that area and perform at these places consistently, and he's got to compete with them. For instance, like, I'm a fan of the... Ki- what? <laughs> is that amazing? Oh, my God. He leaves it that on is, the show. That is fucking depressing, <laughs> man. There's no... He just snaps at the... So, initially... The first time around when the kid pipes up, he's, he's I, I'm assuming, giving the kid some sort of stink eye. Yeah. You know, turns to it. Yep. Mean mugs the little baby. <laughs> keeps talking. Keeps talking. The kid is crying again because it's a little child. Probably, yeah. you know, trying to somehow convey the fact that it's hungry or needs its diaper changed. And he goes, he just snaps at it. It's unbelievable. Fuck. It's unbelievable that this guy... Who remember in that Delvin Cox interview said the reason why he's podcasting is for his legacy. So his kids will know who he was years from now after he passes away and they're adults. And this is what he's putting out proof that he's a terrible father and ignoring his kids needs. Dude, it's not. They don't need the fucking podcast to remember him. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that will make a person hate their parents. (laughs) Yes. Is. Oh, I, you know, I rem- I have this one memory when I was little and I was crying about something and my dad snapped at me and then he slapped me or something. It, it, well, you know, how, fuck, man. you know, you talk to people now and they go, yeah, my dad was an alcoholic and immediately it conjures up like, oh, yeah. he must have been abusive. Yeah. He was not interested in what you were doing. Imagine that 20 years from now, people are like, oh, yeah, my dad was a podcast. Like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> Uh, that must have been terrible. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a tough childhood. My dad just, he had he had 20 shows. He had 20 podcasts. Like, oh, no. I'm so sorry. Yeah. He was an addict. 
He even went to AA, uh, Anchor FM Anonymous, but it didn't help. <laughs> Anchor I couldn't fix him. Okay. All right. Last clip that I have on here. And this is really interesting because what's happening now is people who are fans of this show, and I'm not going to name any names, but there are people who are trying to pretend to be a fan of Patrick Michaels in order to trick him into doing a podcast with him. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of the DMs and the, and the back and forth mm-hmm. that's going on. Well, Patrick Michael is on to you, assholes, and it's not going to happen. Oh. And you know how he knows that you're lying and that you're just trying mm-hmm. to trick him, Kaya? No, how? Because you say that you like his stuff, and he knows immediately. Like nobody likes <laughs> nobody likes my stuff. You're lying. So here's here's that clip. And I'm getting a lot of responses lately on social media like people are and positive responses which is really strange because it's been so long that those things have happened where i can honestly say oh this person really appreciates the work it's made it very hard to believe (laughs) to believe anybody if i don't know you i can't trust that you're being genuine with your uh with your anything you say i can hope you are but it is the internet you have it is very easy to be fake behind a computer so when somebody says things like oh you you know i really enjoy your content i listen to all of your podcasts i i I can only sit here and be like well i'm sure you do but you don't listen to my podcast for the same reason that i listen to podcasts that's correct this guy is catching on very quickly (laughs) how funny is that so could you imagine somebody reached out to you kai and they're like i love you on the official podcast i think you're the funniest person would your first thought be oh this asshole's trolling me they obviously are trying to fuck with me right now. <laughs> what is your first thought? Be like, oh, sweet. Thank God. Glad you enjoy the show that we do. Not shameless. So I don't want to take this away from Doug, but we <laughs> just talked yesterday about this. Uh-huh. And I may be exposing him right now. You but might Doug, be. <laughs> try to actually make a troll account to try and fool Seamus onto his show. Seamus yeah. caught on, man. He, he noticed. Did. He did catch on. So... He's not, Doug's not the only one. There's been multiple people who have tried to say, hey, man, you know, I I listen to your podcast. I love what you're doing. I don't really know podcasting very well. I'd love to try it out with you. And he catches on very quickly to that. That tactic does not work. Yeah, apparently not. I mean, (laughs) Doug tried to his credit. He tried to, you know, so what he did was he changed the name of his Twitter. He made a new Twitter account just for this. He changed the name of the Twitter. He changed the profile icon the biography his likes he tried to follow people who uh you know Seamus is following to make the account as believable as possible and Seamus still caught on to the fact that oh this guy, there's no way i have an actual real fact right, that's that's the giveaway <laughs> right there that's how you know it's fake because you're like i like what you're doing and he's like wait a second why would you like what i'm doing i'm terrible at this <laughs> so funny uh, All right. So I want to play real quick. I had a theory that Stuttering John is talking about us all the time because he loves the attention and he loves that we're talking about him and this is why he keeps talking about us. So I kind of stopped talking about him. I don't know how long it's been, a week or two? Not very long. Well, I've been proven correct because now he's upped it again and what he's saying and and threatening us and what he's going to do. So I have to play this clip because 
there's a troll on his super chat named Patrick Michael who asked him a lot of questions. Patrick Michael asked him a question that's not even about us, and Southern John immediately talks about us. Patrick Michael, the only one doing super chats today, so I'll ask, I'll answer his question again. Patrick Michael is a big fan of these idiot, this idiot dude, some fat loser fuck who works at a marketing company in uh, in Rochester. And look, I've been offered to send some of my friends there. Of course, I don't do that. I'm, I'll, you know, and I wouldn't do that. But there are. Did you hear that, Kaya? I'm, I'm, I just paused the clip. I'm going to play more of it. So, yeah. So you're going to you... have your knees broken, bro. No, no, he said I work in a marketing company. I fucking own the company, asshole. Oh, yeah, no, that's correct. He just said people have offered to come break my legs. And John said, yeah. nah, don't worry about it. We'll find other means <laughs> to get back at this guy. John, that's a crazy thing to say. First off, you've been threatening me with violence and legal action for two years now. And nothing has happened. I haven't even gotten a fucking right. DM from this guy. At least Revenge of the Sis gets a DM where he's pretending to be an attorney. I haven't gotten anything. <laughs> and he comes out all of a sudden when I haven't even talked about him and starts threatening violence again. Like, wow, not talking about this guy really throws him off. Okay, let me finish up this clip and then we'll we'll talk about it. Ways I could fuck with him that are not anything illegal and violent. And I'm in the process of doing that. This guy's going to wish that he doesn't fuck with me. Okay. Just trust me on that. This tack that he's taking where he says he's going to wish he never talked about me, which he's been saying for years and nothing's ever happened. I I guarantee now he's like, fuck, he's not talking about me. I got to get him talking about me again. I'll talk about breaking his leg. Is that all going to talk? All right. It worked. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about you again, John. I mean, I waited until two and a half hours into the show, but I'm talking about you again. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so... Is that insane? What this means is he, he he's either an ardent listener or he did look you up because it's not as if it's a very common knowledge that you work at a marketing company. At least not until now, right? Well, uh, I've been doxxed a few times there, Kai. I'll be honest with you. If you go to my no, subreddit, yes, you'll find out what pretty I mean. quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, but that's what I mean. When I called you to prank your secretary, <laughs> yeah. I had to, <laughs> I had to actually go on your subreddits and I had to forgot search about, for it. Forgot about that. For your number. So, so he must have done the same thing. This isn't, you don't have this information listed on the description of your episodes or on your webpage. Kaya called, he went out of his way to Kaya find this out. Called my company with a death threat, like literally threatening my life, and he thought that would be a funny goof. Well, <laughs> I forgot about it that. It was funny to me. It was funny to you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. So anyway, Stuttering John, sorry, we're not talking about you. We'll give you more attention. I know. I know. People are offering to break my legs, and you're like, "No, guys, let's do this the other way." Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that happens all the time in real life. You fucking moron. I saw the movie that you wrote. <laughs> you don't understand how life works at all. You're a fucking idiot. All right, we've been talking too long. I'm exhausted, but I That's miss okay. you, Kai. Well, I'm glad. When, I'm when, glad to talk when to somebody you. on the internet threatens me, I get scared. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I no. tremble in my boots. <laughs> I mean, thank God we're under lockdown or else this guy would be traveling to New York to get me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get to the everyone's favorite part of the show already. The teaser. 
I am very excited to have my buddy Vinny Paulino back on the show next week. And here's a clip of the podcast that he and I will be reviewing. Can I just talk real quick about our lovely mascot, Boris Mielski? I've been pretty worried about him for a little while, um, and I've been kind of keeping it a secret because I don't want to look be looked at as a bad cat mom, but he's been throwing up, like, undigested food, kind of like every time he eats. So at first I thought maybe it was his feeder because I'm lazy, and instead of feeding him every day, I was like an auto feeder, like one of those, like, you just put a bunch of food in there and it just replenishes it yeah, as you... that's what I used to do. Well... That wasn't, like, I think, I thought that he was overeating. <laughs> so, I, I switched his food to daily feedings, but that didn't really help either. Um, <laughs> sorry, we're laughing at the dog because he's being crazy. We'll get um, to him in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to him in a minute. But Boris, he's, you know, he's just not really having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a podcast called... Crime Cats True Crime. And the reason why we're reviewing it is because Vinny and I have a show called The Creep Off. And for some reason, Vinny has it on Potomatic, which is some nonsense platform. We are in the true crime category with our show, The Creep Off. And this show is number two behind us. We're number one. They're number two. So Vinny wants to go after them. Crime Cats. Crime Cats True Crime. The true crime podcast on Podomatics. I don't even know what to say about this. Well, have fun. <laughs> I will. I'm glad I'm not going to be there for it. Yeah, you should be. Well, Kaya, I want to thank you so much for all the work that you put into. I know that you listened to Transformers UK, which was our original idea for the show this week. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yep. <laughs> and then you had to listen to Jake yeah. Banfield. We didn't even tell people, but yes, you and I, we uh, originally, I pitched that we listened to a Transformers podcast, but it was just these 40-year-old English, British, whatever that island is called, men sitting there in front of their Transformers toys talking about the most boring shit. <laughs> their conventions, which for some reason they have conventions. Uh, so they're talking so about the actual cartoon better. from the 80s, right? They're not even talking about the new movies. Yeah, the cartoons and yeah. the toys from the so cartoons. That would have been fun, but apparently the podcast was way too boring. No. And thank God that we talked about Jerry Banfield because I have a feeling that this guy is going to be someone we talk about quite often. He is fascinating. Yes, I enjoyed right. it too. This is where I say check out the official podcast because Kaya is a co-host they have a fantastic show that everyone should check out if you want to learn about whatever famous YouTuber or Shush. Twitch streamer no, 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 no. is out there. No. Check out patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. Yes. And soon on anchor.fm, yes. check out the Peapod. <laughs> Dude, we, I'm not joking. We have to do that. I'm excited about the Peapod. Oh, it'll be easy, so I'm also down. All right, cool. So please join us again next week. It might be the episode where we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Fuck you! Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Bullshit! Carl.
fucking thing sucks. You're not charismatic. All of it's bad. None of it's good. Who fucking cares? This is your first time watching. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. So, Kaya, I'm going to let you go, Mm -hmm. buddy, because we've been at this too long. Okay. I'm just going to fly through these voicemails and call it a day. But thank you so much. It was great talking to you again. It's been too long. We'll have to do it again soon. No, man. Thank you. This is always fun. I'm going to go and make that anchor.fm account. Sounds good. Soon enough, we can pee and we can announce <laughs> us peeing oh. and doing ad reads for Anchor. Send me the script. I can't wait. All right, buddy. All right. See ya. All right. Vic is not here. I know everyone's bummed out about that because I read the latest Whoa. thread in their subreddit. Right. Holy shit. Do people hate Vic? Maybe that's why she's not here today. But uh, night, I'm not even. All. What's that? Good night. Good night. Bye. I'm not even going to. Uh, I'm not even going to comment on these. I'm just going to rapid fire play these through you know i think seamus mckillian is an actual real life serious version of chip chipperson i mean he's a comedian he's a musician he's got a show where he talks about uh, devilish games i mean honest to god he's a real life ripoff of chip carl did i hear you correctly on uh the 200th episode you're flying fucking vic out to go meet y'all you fucking little pedophile fucking piece of shit. Are you fucking serious? What the hell, man? I brought you your fucking fans. I'm way funnier than this fucking piece of shit, cum dumpster. Damn, dude. Way to fucking simp out for a little, like, nothing burger faggot online. And, and yet me, the dignified boomer guy who, you know, brought really poignant fucking, uh, you know, like, points to you and... Point out some really good shit and inspired the fucking voicemails to be more fleshed out and all this other good shit, you know, who contributed, you know, I would say objectively the most to your show. Um, yeah, you're not going to fly me out, but you're going to fly some fucking rando girl. Ugh, man, it was nice listening to your show while it lasted. Man. Uh, well, have a, uh, have a great another 200 episodes, Maddox. Bye. Kaya, are you still there? I just remembered that I do have a voicemail that I wanted to play for you. I don't know how long I've had this on my board, but this I'm is... I'm still here. Yeah, this is for you specifically. Hey, Carl. This is the guy who recommended the Misfits podcast about a year ago. Thanks for listening to my suggestion. Hey, I wanted, to do, I wanted you to do me a favor and ask Kaya, what the fuck is his problem? The official podcast is doing pre-roll ads, so we're ads written by someone else. What the fuck is that? Are these, these rich assholes are too fucking lazy and dyslexic to actually read on their own podcast. Anyway, that's just their rage. Uh, go fuck yourself. I don't know how old that is, but Kaya, comment? Uh, we have pre-roll ads, I guess, at this point. Sweet. Due to our podcasting host. So I'll, I'll, I'll openly admit we are not on Anchor FM. We are on <laughs> Megaphone. Okay. Which plays real advertising. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry to that caller. I apologize. It's not because I think we're better than anyone. 
I'm not trying to be arrogant. Must be nice. I want a pre-roll advertisement. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for commenting on that guy. I'll, I'll let you get out of here again. Okay. More voicemails. Yeah, man. Those Dungeons and Dragons guys, those are nerds. Rolling 20-sided die to walk around. What a bunch of nerds. Anyways, make sure you check out our instrumental surf rock band, The Isotopes. <laughs> Carl, you suck. Carl, why the fuck did you stop playing that nine-minute podcast? That nine-minute, nine-minute podcast. Why did you get rid of that shit? That's why I did that today. Why? I mean, this new fucking Night Ranger one that you made is the laziest shit ever. You can hear the original song underneath it. That's the that joke. awful. And, uh, Your new intro is awful. Put right. the old nine-minute podcast one back on. Fuck you. I couldn't remember why I did that, but now I do. This voicemail I listened to last night, it cracked me up. I always love when my uncle calls in. Hello, Carl. It's Uncle Adolf. I'm having such a wonderful birthday week, but with Passover being ruined. <laughs> Anyway, I enjoyed your bonus episode with those alt-right fellows. You know, you will never be the king of all media, but one day I think you will be the sultan of Islamic content. Thanks, Uncle Adolf. In the morning, Carl, I'd like to thank you for your courage and be like, what the fuck? Dungeons & Dragons podcast, actual plays of all things? Don't you know shitty improv is shitty improv whether or not they're playing a game or not? No. If you want real Dungeons & Dragons podcast, you should listen to the one I used to do. Did it for 10 fucking years. RFIpodcast.com. Where I thought one time it'd be a great idea to record a podcast while driving from Cincinnati to Columbus by myself. An hour and 42 minutes of just me talking. What the fuck was I thinking? Or there was that time we actually got Dan... Carlin of Hardcore History on our show. What the fuck? We got Dan Carlin. The only catch was he did not want to actually talk about Dungeons and Dragons. So, but yeah, we have Dan Carlin. So anyway, RFIPodcast.com, a real Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Call me back. That's actually very cool. RFI podcast. Dan Carlin just put out a new episode of Common Sense. Well, not just put out a couple weeks ago. But it's the first time he's put out a Common Sense episode in years. And I do recommend it. He's a he's more level-headed than most when talking about the current state of the world and and political affairs. Anyway, Dungeons and Dragons podcast suck either way. But thank you for calling in. This is the last one I'm going to play. This guy left a lengthy voicemail that I clipped down to the end because he shits on Vinny, my co-host on The Creep Off, which I always appreciate. Anyways, Carl, I listen to the creep off and your voice still sounds like shit, even a professional setup, so don't ever feel pressured to buy anything better than the blue Yeti, the, than the blue Yeti you're using, or whatever the fuck it is. It would just be a waste of money. Anyways, love you, call you back, call me back. What the fuck? Holy shit, I'm drunk. Yes. Vinny, are you listening? I know you're so impressed with your podcast studio and your setup where you have streaming video and everything else that's going on. Nobody cares. Sounds like garbage. You make fun of my basement. This basement is the best studio. All right, I'm good. 
Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. You guys should all just kill yourselves. Pro, what's up, buddy? Thank you so much for all the work that you do in finding ridiculous Seamus clips. Hey, I've been working on my jokes. You want to hear some? <laughs> yes, let's hear it. Yes. A wise Chinese man once said, if a dog barks, it's undercooked. <laughs> good. That's good. I like it. In a recent poll, 80% of Japanese women admit to having faked Oregon. Not, no, okay. What's the difference between Amy Winehouse and Captain Morgan? Captain Morgan actually comes to life when you add Coke to it. Oh, that one's outdated. <laughs> Where are you reading these jokes from? <laughs> uh, I found them on Craig. Craigslist. You're not recording this, are you? Of course I am. Oh, oh whatever. Good.